Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM on the app, rockoftalk.com on your computer. And let's not forget, uh, we are also available on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You can catch us up on 1490 in Santa Fe, 1490 AM, and 107.1 Los Alamos. Now, uh, I will turn the cameras on in hour two as we recharge the, the batteries. And I'm, I am, I got to tell you. I reached out to Dowd, and and it's hard to get me down. Like it's it's very infrequent. I'm not oh, let's make the show about Eddie and it's about Eddie. And no, I I infrequently get down. Infrequently, Dowd, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Oh, fair. I'm always very, very always up. I just you're a natural fighter. <laughs> but today, I got to tell you, of of all the days that I didn't want to do a show, this is that day. Now, no one's going to come out and tell you, oh, no, I don't want to do a show. Of course I want to be here. Like, I just sit here and take phone calls all day. So we're going to open it up a little bit for you guys to go ahead and call in. If you get a busy signal, just keep trying to get through. And um, I, But i got to tell you, when I watch and listen and look at the news and I consistently see things not improving, and I was telling Rudy this earlier today, I'm like, what, what am I doing you ever have one of those days you wonder why you're doing what you're doing? <laughs> like your why is... Only every day of my life of the last 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> you you sort of look at yourself and you're saying, well, why am I doing this? What's the purpose of, of, of this? Why do I get on the radio? Why do I try to affect change? Why do... And I got to tell you, but, you know, yesterday about halfway through the show, it really started eating me up and I could just feel it. It's like, oh, you know, you want to get excited. You want things to change. You want things to improve. You love your city, you love your state, you love all these things. You're just like, you know what? I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. I, and there's days like that, right? Okay? And don't try to cheer me up because I, you, it's impossible for anyone to try to cheer me up. I have to cheer myself up. It's just what happens. I start and stop on my own when I want, how I want. I do what I want. I don't know how you guys function in your own lives, but uh, you all have ways of coming out of your quote-unquote funk. So I'm not here to bring you down. So don't think you know, for a second I wouldn't get on the air just to kind of bring you down. But I just wanted to kind of share that where I was at. Because every day we do a show. And every day we get on, we talk about things. And it seems like the more that we talk about doing these things, policies, politics, you know, uh, races, uh, and I don't mean not the color of your skin, please. I mean, that's the other thing that's just dodging me all over the place is, you know, how can people who are born with a particular um, ethnic background think that they are entitled to things such as reparation or that everyone looks at them as if, you know, I, I mean, I was watching the Black News Channel. Forgive me, please. I mean, 173 on Roku. And I was just, can these people actually just sit there and watch Benjamin Crump and Derek, the Derek Chauvin trial and watch all this stuff? I mean, it's just spirit crushing. It really is. And do I feel bad for what happened to the kid? Honestly, I don't. Being honest, do I think that Wright had it coming to him at year 20? Probably. He got himself into such a pickle that, eh, you know, I'm not going to justify it. But, you know, we had this whole entire thing that happened here with the Department of Justice. And, you know, this is what you get for electing Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. Like, the, this is what you get, America. 
This is what you get. And I can't believe that there's candlelight visuals or whatever the hell you want to call them over at the University of New Mexico and, and the uh, UNM Health Sciences Center sends out an email out to everyone. We got from uh, one of our, our doctor friends uh, who recently just went back over there and he's, you know, just fit to be tied when he looks at this because he's getting politics as part of his professionalism and we just don't need it. We're sick. We're burnt. We're literally burnt. And I think a lot of it has to do with, I miss my friend Trump. I miss Donald Trump. I miss him, like, more than anything, maybe. I really do. Things were good. And you screwed yourself, America. You screwed yourself, New Mexico. You get what you deserve. Okay? About all I can say. I love doing what I do every single day, but sometimes you just sort of realize that, well, it's pointless. People are going to... Not follow your advice, thinking that you're trying to do this or that, and it really is. It can be quite pointless. And I don't mind telling you, like, how much I get criticized. They had to Eddie proof the Albuquerque Journal, by the way. They figured out a way, like, that guy's won the the radio personality of the year last four years. <laughs> how do we get it? Well, we'll misspell his name. We'll put his, <laughs> his name at the bottom, right? Isn't that exactly what the Republican Party did to me? Remember they put my name at the bottom? Do you remember that on that, uh, Rudy? When yeah, I, and what's odd is Aragon begins with the A. It was yeah, no, no, they didn't do that. They put Mark Moore's at the top, Elisa Martinez second, you know, and all the way down. They're like, oh, there, there's Eddie Aragon. Let's just kick him way over there. He's crazy. It's funny. It really is. I just, I, I thrive off of your hate, people. Trust me. It's just something that I do. And one such thing is Murder Mike. I had a bunch of people get after me. Oh, why, why do you call him Murder Mike? That's so negative. Well, look at the front of the damn paper. Because I'm inventive. I'm forward-thinking. I'm like, okay, why don't we just do it on the biggest year for homicides? And it says right there on the top fold of the Albuquerque Journal, killings in Albuquerque nearly doubled. Yeah, you idiots. I've been telling you this. Yep. I've literally been telling you this. I have lived here my entire life, with the exception of when I lived five years in Phoenix and five years in Vegas, and I came back, and sometimes that's pointless. I'm like... Why did I come back here? Rudy had this big thing that he used to tell people. is like, well, we know why he came back, and he's here for a purpose. Sometimes I wonder what the hell that purpose is. How is it that this place can't improve? You know, the hate, it's not just local. YouTube, your account is not in good standing. It's because of what we talk about here. You're getting every single bit of what you deserve, New Mexico, based upon your selections for office. No one else is going to tell you that. They're going to all go, oh, yeah, medical power. Oh, we passed the uh, marijuana. That's good. Oh, we have great food. I can't wait for things. I'm going to put your mask on. Oh, we got to get vaccinated. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone, I literally go pick up my kids at school. Do I wear my mask? The only guy who doesn't wear a mask when I walk in and go pick up my pizza at school. I dare you to tell me something. I dare you to walk up to me and tell me to put my mask on. No one's going to tell me to put my mask on. No one's going to tell me to do anything at any time for any reason unless I want to do it. A good friend of mine, she used to tell me, well, you will inevitably do whatever it is that you want to do. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. I will do what I want to do. And every single person should. Dowd comes in every single day. He comes in and is like, what did Dowd write about? I don't know, but I, get, I guarantee it was thoughtful. He put a lot of impact into it. 
I mean, I put a lot of intent into it, and it, it's having an impact, either positively or negative, negatively, and we're shaking things up. You know, I guess that I can say is, you know, I'm not a conqueror. I'm more of a liberator. I'm getting you to sort of explore the space of thought, of values, of you thinking about what you want to do, of what your choices should be. Maybe think about them in a little bit of a, a different direction. I hope that we challenge you to think. This is the only sort of classroom of its kind here. And, you know, we have been dragging you guys through so many issues that you should be paying attention to. And the local media will be trailing us the entire time on this stuff. Just like I told you about the protests over the weekend, or I talked about uh, what happened with Michelle Levon Grisham, and that she definitely gave him hush money, Mr. James Hallinan. These are just things that we know. So I'm hoping, I'm praying, neither of which are strategies, but you can get involved in wishful thinking and want New Mexico to change. fact of the matter is we don't have anybody in the opposition party, which is the Republican Party, who can actually create that change. Except me and maybe one other person that I can think of. Because no one's a-hole enough to do it. You're going to continue to get the same exact results year after year after God-forsaken year. I wish we had Trump back. You're seeing what's happening to this country. You're seeing what's happened. Oh, oh, the stock market's never been higher. Oh, look at these record profits. <laughs> All fluff. I told Rudy the other day, Rudy, I know you were listening to me when I said, you know, you know what this, you know what this country really needs? It really needs the market to just completely collapse. It's going to get that. It needs this this country needs something bad to happen to it at this point. I'm not wishing on on it. I'm just saying at this point given what we have done, we need something bad to happen in this country to make you realize that there is something inherently wrong with the left in this country, with the progressives in this country, who are now controlling the dialogue, controlling policy, driving this home with their corrupt media. And that, that's, it's overwhelming. I'm in the media myself, obviously, and I can tell you I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I can't push back. We see the mayors running unchallenged. And what is it? Do you guys remember when uh, Mayor Barry was running? Mm -hmm. What was the big thing, the big pushback against him? Record number of homicides. And there's the Albuquerque Journal. You're going to have twice the amount of homicides, and you can't field a candidate. And no, I don't mean Democrat Manny Gonzalez, whose officers threw me out of a restaurant. Was it 6850, Cafe 6855? Yeah. They showed up in record time, eight minutes. They were there. So I've asked the, I've asked the gentleman here for this particular edition of the Rocket Talk, and I'm sure I'll be back uh, tomorrow uh, in much better form. I'll, I'll be a little bit of a curmudgeon today, I can no doubt. I'm a little grouchy. Uh, I don't feel good about the way things have been going here in this state and this city. And now I think it's sort of like taken over the entire country. People have no idea how ridiculous they sound when they start talking about race. When that is the leading top of the hour news story, even on Fox News, I'm like, 
honestly, and, and I mean this in just exactly how it sounds, just straight away, okay? How many deaths in Chicago? Doubt. Like 347 deaths, okay, right? Something like that, right? year. <laughs> Wow. There's black people dying every single day. But as soon as they can sensationalize it and say it was unjust or unjustified, and we're not looking at the records, we're pulling ourselves back, we're like, okay, let's just remove all thought just think that, well, this really is racist. Racial. You know, nobody can really blame Colin Kaepernick now because he succeeded. He kept pushing. And he had Black Lives Matter. The woman is now bought, uh, did you see that? She bought four houses. Yeah. Four houses. Must be nice. Four houses. That's because race sells. Rest in power. Rest in power. I'm literally just sick of it. So sick of it. Chicago's I mean, up uh, 34%, in 34%. The first, first quarter over uh, last year in, in murders. We're, we're, we're up 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Killings in Albuquerque nearly double. Hey, defund the police. Hey, give a million dollars to the what's it? The Office of African American Affairs. Do you know where they used to have their show? Right here on this radio station. Oh yeah, used to run that with Gary Williams. The I entire remember time. that. Remember that? Yep. Yeah, we had Office of African American Affairs in here. I put Alex Jones on there. You know, talked to Gary Williams. Said this is how I intend to run the radio station. I'm like, nope, we're out of here. That's fine. My radio station. Belongs to the community. Not everything has to be baiting race all the time. Talking about how the police brutality. So this is what you get around the country. And if I was a police officer at this point, I'd retire. You police officers, if you want to retire, I, I do believe that, you know, given how we're voting and we have been voting, I think it's a good time for you to maybe check out, find another career. You know, you're not appreciated. You're not wanted. Okay, My kids walk, you've seen my kids They walk up to every police officer Thank you for your service They're so excited to meet a police officer Right behind, right here, thin blue line Little don't tread on me there in the back You watch us on rockoftalk.tv But I have to think At this point, if you're a police officer Given the way that what happened to Officer Jarrett And I thank God she's suing Three children Three children she has, and one on the way. <coughs> Where's the rally at the University of New Mexico for Officer Jarrett? Where's the rally downtown? Where's the Heroes Parade? Where is, where is any of that? Take notice, APD. Take notice, state police officers. This is what your state and your city think of you. And I'm choking up just because I'm just thinking of a woman with three children and one on the way and just lost her husband. I can't process that. For a man who literally was talking to somebody he pulled over, he literally for no reason. And if you watch that soul-crushing video, it's forever etched in your memory. You can't get that out. Of yeah. someone taking a high-powered rifle at six feet away, straight to his head, and then walks around the car to put three more bullets in him. <laughs> I'm so tired of this state. <laughs> I'm tired of the leadership. Both parties, obviously. I know the police officers and how they feel and how they have to look at things. 
I want this place to be a better place. You need to go? Can you give me a couple minutes? Yeah, give me two minutes, my kids. Can you hold on, please? Please, thank you. I hope that you guys out there want to do something to change this place. If not, I, I don't blame you for moving. I don't blame you for quitting your Alberta Police Department job, state police officer jobs. I, I don't blame any of that at this point. It's some of it seems so incredibly pointless to me too. And I'm I make a leader here in this state. And when I'm telling you that, yeah. <laughs> and there is no quit in me. But yesterday I hit the wall. No doubt about it. Just how much more insanity can we possibly take? You just want to forget about it. Every day you want to forget about it. I mean no wonder no wonder people drink as much as they do here. No wonder people are finding escapes as much as they possibly can in smoking pot and doing things. Because it's the only thing that makes things somewhat tolerable. I hate to say it, but, you know, substance abuse is at an all-time high last year. The number of drug overdoses, we talk about them every single day. So it's like four, only four uh, overdoses within a three-hour period. That's a pretty good time, a pretty good night. We're literally sending that message out to all the kids. So, I don't know. Maybe I just needed to kind of get it out and say what, what I was upset about and why I've been upset. But it's hard to process all of this information every single day and try to remain rational about it and try to say, oh, you know what, it's a good day. Oh, you know, it's another good day in Albuquerque. It's not. It's just not. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you about what's happening in our state and our city to put lipstick on this ugly pig that we've allowed to happen. And we've got to find people who really care that aren't interested in just higher office. I didn't need to run for higher office. I did it because I really care. The only reason. There's really no other reason. And because I didn't see another solution. Mark Morris will lose. He's, there is zero chance there. We just literally handed that over and the people in the Republican Party. They have no idea what's coming. None. They think it's all quiet and everything's fine. Oh, no, he's not going to fight back. Now I'm just sitting there watching, just looking at you, evaluating your situation, your miserable situation. Steve Pierce can't even return a text. Never called me after he lost I, he did, he lost the state party chair but you know, for an hour and 55 minutes I figured out how to kind of screw around with the numbers and I was literally running so that I could create another election so we wouldn't have just 34% of all Republicans in the state central committee because it was cut off for 10 days ahead of time by Anissa Fortinen but no, we're going to go cut it off we don't want what? <laughs> this is a COVID, we're having a cut off 10 days ahead of time do you realize, like, how bad your Republican Party is here in the state of New Mexico? I was the, was, was the youngest state central committee member in the Democrat Party. Let me tell you, there is a group of people who know how to run a party, and they're called Democrats. And they know how to run things. Republicans don't. They simply do not. 
could have had real leadership, real change, and move things in a different direction. And I hate to agree with Mylan. Uh, Louis sent me an article earlier about it, just talking about how we need new leadership in the party. And it's literally just riding off into the sunset, talking about how it could have been a contender. But Mylan's writing about. Could have, would have, should have, never. Not happening, because it's by design. By design. It is literally the outcome that the people in the party who control the party wanted. That's what they wanted. And, and I got to say, part of that's really just depressing me. Because it's the same corrupt individuals, the Rada Dare. Who gives a crap about anything that that man has to say? He was trying to get up a piece. They sent out a mailer. And I'm going to talk about that mailer. Because Mark Morris wasn't talking about why he was a good candidate. Mark Morris wasn't talking about why we should pick him. Today marks exactly 30 days since Mark Morris has been in the race. Exactly 30 days. I'm going to vote for Aubrey Dunn. Because at least he's more Republican than Mark Morris is. And, and you know how much I hate Blair Dunn as it is. I have no like for him, whatever. Okay, But I'm definitely voting for Aubrey Dunn. Because I don't want the same crap that we're getting. Plus, we'll have a super majority. It'll be 2 to 1, 28-14, in the event that some miracle that Mark Moores is be able to pull out of his big ass to go ahead and win that race. And it's not going to happen. And he knows it. He even said, nobody can talk like that guy pointing at me, Eddie Aragon. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take much to beat you because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And your votes suck. Even worse, they're not representative of Republicans. Cannot call yourself a conservative because Paul Dessing decides to go ahead and give you the highest number on the Freedom Index. Oh, God. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Paul Dessing's been at this for 15 years. Has anything changed in the state of New Mexico? Yeah, well, Things have gotten progressively worse. He makes 100 Same exact thing that you've gotten from the Republicans and the leadership. Like, well, just stick any warm body out there. I'll tell you before, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This is about ethnicity. This is a racist town. They will vote for you. You want to know what, what they, they're literally pushing Mark Moores out as a Hispanic candidate. Because his mom's last name is Maestas. Can't trace his family. Can't figure out where that's at. I got people coming into me and said, I wouldn't have happened to endorse him until he decides to go ahead and put me in the middle of the entire thing and says, calls me a misogynist. In the, in the actual state committee meeting. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. Not bad, I guess, for uh, feeling a little bit under the weather and not very happy. I'm going to take my son to the bathroom. When we return, we'll, we'll actually do a show. It won't be just me ranting here to open up the show. And uh, we will get into a lot of other issues. And, yeah, I'll find my purpose uh, yet again. It has nothing to do with an election. It has to do with I'm just... Killings in Albuquerque nearly double. Nothing's changing. Should not be happening. But hey, that's what you want. Well, you want to defund the police. Defund the police. More than 100 officers of the Albuquerque Police Department right now looking for other, jo other jobs. Yeah, that's where we're at. 4.30, back and forth. Thanks for listening. Rockoftalk.tv, Apple TV, Roku TV. And uh, we're going to talk about the Albuquerque Public School. They want to forcibly vaccinate your children. See if you guys will comply. Most of you will. If they won't, most of you will. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. 
I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs two large blinded studies confirmed the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering from plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight five six. 1171 856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com 
All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Wind's kind of the story right at the moment, and it's putting up a lot of dust as well along the mesas, so uh, be aware of that. 21 miles an hour is what they're blowing out right at the moment, and uh, gusting up to 27. Right now in Los Alamos, crystal clear skies, 63 degrees on the hilltop. It's 76 at Sandia Labs, and it's 76 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, good news, there's no accidents on the freeway, so I will tell you, I-25 southbound running mighty snug right now between Osuna out to Montgomery. Also, you're going to find uh, the uh, drive on Unser. We'll tell you about this every time. Uh, one lane, both directions, and it's just really crowded between west side through Cabazon on up to southern. And you're going to find I-25 northbound. That's a struggle right now. Going through the S-curve, basically you're stopping right there. Uh, Gibson, Avenida, Cesar Chavez, right in that area. Stop and go on up to Cole. This traffic report brought to you by Raw Greens. Now, I know you've seen Raw Greens on San Mateo. They're just north of Manal. As you drive by, yeah, seeing it's one thing. Going in is another. They have got some really good stu- stuff for anxiety, for stress, sore muscles, and great pet products there as well. If you'd like to learn more about Raw Greens, go to cbd.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 435 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com, AM 1490 KRSN, Stay in effect. Medical cannabis shortage predicted there. Uh, Rudy, see that? Wow. Yeah, the front page Running of the paper, of Dan Boyd. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> the ink is still drawing on Governor Michelle Luan Grisham's signature approval. This is in the journal. Her cannabis legalization bill. But questions are already being raised about... Possible conflicts between new law and New Mexico's medical marijuana program. Five medical cannabis producers wrote in a letter to state officials, uh, Darren White is no doubt one of those, uh, that about concerns about the recently approved legalization could lead a supply shortage for medical marijuana patients starting this summer. But what about the big thing is the draw on electricity? A uh, huge, huge consumption. You know what's happening in wine country, which I know a lot about, up in Napa, is since they legalized the ability to farm and grow, it's tainting the grapes. Oh, yeah. So that's starting to find itself into a lot of the mara, a lot of the the growth, if you will, and a lot of the grape growth from the marijuana plants uh, that are out there. Plus, uh, when you talk about and look this up, out, it's really interesting. The <clears throat> amount of water, the amount of 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 run that is used uh, to produce grapes, a crop of of, of grapes for. For wine versus marijuana, I mean, it's like five times higher when they're having huge, huge problems. Yeah, uh, Wine Spectator Magazine, can cannabis and wine coexist? They cannot. They cannot. Yeah, and uh, the wine grows, and there's nothing bigger than wine. As far as price, you have the elasticity, you know, it's something that continues to improve year over year over year, uh, especially in some of those older vines, and, you know, they developed, and there it is. Legalize it, and all of a sudden, they're off to the races. And they're about to ruin, uh, you know, something that's been there for nearly two centuries. But one article asks, Merlot versus marijuana. Who, 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 who prevails? Wow. It will be marijuana. i got to do some reading on this. Yeah, it will, be, it will be marijuana. There's no doubt about it. So that's what happens when people stop caring. Okay, so the, the thing that we want to open up the phone lines, and you're welcome to go ahead and call in. I'll, I'll read your very nice text. You guys are all very nice. And stuff. There's no reason. Don't try to cheer me up. It's not going to be good. Yes, Rudy? And Eddie, I'm not going to try and cheer you up, but people need to, after what I just heard you talk about in the first, uh, in the opening, 
people need to understand something here. All right, when that was a couple of years ago when I had said that you were talking kind of where you're at right now, where it's just like, is anything ever going to change? Here's the reason things change, because there is somebody that did have the nerve to come back to New Mexico had the nerve to set his roots back in place here, again, Eddie Aragon, and do what he's supposed to do, what he's gifted to do. I'll never forget the day that he walked into this station. It was on San Pedro at the time. And he's he's this guy that's going to buy a radio station. And big, arrogant Rudy here is watching. <laughs> and I'm saying, God, I've been to radio since I was a junior in high school. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know, I'm just like kind of laughing. But when, you, when somebody is gifted to do something, there is no stopping them. There is no stopping them. And I'm not going to compare him to Donald Trump. But as I listened to him, I said, oh, my God, you know, hitting the wall yesterday is part of the gift, Eddie. It's yeah, part of the gift. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you just don't know when, you know, it's just going to peter out. And you're just thinking, like, what are we doing here? Why are we, you know, you know, and that's, that's you know, I'm sorry I get mad at you for some things. But sometimes I wonder, you know, why we do what we do if we can't get people to make the right decisions and we provide them with information. But I mean, doubt is, a, doubt is a Ph.D. of policy. He is. The guy literally knows his stuff better than anybody in the entire state, and he's on the air for you for three hours a day. He lays waste to whatever they're doing on those other stations. The first time I met Dowd, Dowd actually uh, has a, a first uh, a meeting uh, a story with me. He did, and he literally goes back and he catalogs everything, and he has his notes from that day. And all he did was just write my name down, put it in a giant circle, and put a couple of underlines that writes in big, bold letters. That's I all did. he wrote. He didn't yep. know what to do yep. or what, what it is that... I didn't know exactly what it meant, but <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> and, and me, since the first time I met Dowd, I'm like, well, you know, we've had our riffs and all that, you know, tips or whatever. But I will say this about Dowd is he's the only person that I've ever hit it off with immediately on the radio where I didn't have to try. You know how you're trying and some people don't get and they're just... Don't, and that's just... That's just one of the amazing things. And then to be fortunate to have Rudy here uh, doing what he does every single day. For I mean, he's the catalog of radio uh, uh, history here in the state. I mean, you worked with uh, some of the other guys back on the 94 Rock before there ever even was a T.J. Trout, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so, one of Rudy, you, you worked now. with uh, Marconi in developing radio. Yeah, exactly. That was me. <laughs> and I, I got shocked one day how good this could be. But, but listen, uh, the thing also that I want to finish the thought with is, sure. and hitting the wall, Eddie, is something that 70, 78 million people have been feeling since November 3rd. And I think it's more than that. Well, I do too. But we know of 78 million people that are sitting there in limbo saying, what the hell? And we're all trying to figure it out. Well, here is a small microcosm called Albuquerque, New Mexico, which has now expanded to Los Alamos and Santa Fe and most of the state, most of the population in the state of New Mexico. Why? What, 1.3 million. Because you decided to do this again, operating your gift. And so I'm not here to, you know, puff Eddie up. What I'm saying is to all of us that are listening, it's like we need to take inventory. These things have been going on and changes have been trying to happen. But the one thing about human beings is we resist change. Donald yeah, no, Trump was Maybe changed. nowhere more, yeah, right, Rudy? Maybe nowhere more than in New Mexico. Oh, my God. Worst of all. Yes. New Mexico might be the worst in terms of, of getting people to change. And it's not because we're bad people. It's because well, we're afraid. 
What are we afraid of? I don't know. Why are we I don't afraid? know. It has to do with, do, do with fear. I just has. To, I think it has to do with a certain level of of, of comfort. Uh, people get those uh, dependent checks. You know, they work for the state. They work for the city. They work for the federal government. In general, generally, that isn't always that bad. But because it is representing nearly thirty six percent of our workforce here, more than a third. You know, these people they didn't miss a paycheck. They didn't have to go to work didn't have to do anything, and they literally provided no service. But I mean, the people who work for the state, honestly, let's just, let's be honest here for a sec, okay? <laughs> I, I said this a few years ago, and people got really angry when I said this. <laughs> but nobody endowed, go ahead and feel free to bring up the Truman Scholarship at, at this point. I think this is really, really incumbent on what you're seeing as the future of this, this country and the future of, of the state of New Mexico is these people find these cush jobs. I used to have a friend. He did radio. Now he's working for the federal government. Oh, he loves working for the federal government. I'm like, well, you know what? Don't, don't bother living another day in your life. Honestly, that's the way that I feel. Okay? I mean, you were something great when you were on the radio. You know, honestly, that's how I got involved in the radio. I bought the radio uh, station thinking that he would want to get involved in the radio. I was like, no, 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 no. I can't do that. You know, didn't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. And I'm glad that this sort of fell back into my lap. But, you know, we don't know what we're going to talk about day to day until we decide that we're going to go ahead and usher this stuff out. That's the beauty of radio. It's live. It's real. You're pushing out information. You're getting information. You're learning all the time. You know, you're always at the edge of your perception about where things are are going. But the people who work in the quote-unquote public service is anything but public service these people are working for their retirement i worked for the department of labor okay when i worked for the department of labor which uh, in and of itself was totally laborless this last year what, what did they what did he say they rolled it out four weeks late didn't get people their checks you know i i, I set up what 27 different profit centers around the state with uh, a, a big guy we'd go and look at all the the uh, places where people could find UI claims, right? The unemployment insurance claims, like you uh, to, to get paid. But these people, boy, they were counting the days. Oh, I've worked here 22 years. I'm gonna retire when I'm 25, even that'll be my last day, and I'm done. And then they're never heard heard from again. I'm like, is that really the culture here? You know, you get in at eight, everyone leaves at five, comes in at ten, smoke breaks, you know, cake breaks, lunch, you know, long lunch, by the way, you know, always an extra. Half a half hour, let you know, for a little extra time on the. Oh, where are you going to lunch today? Where are you going to? You see all these state employees. You see all these city employees. They're all getting together. Go look at the Albuquerque Police Department. I, I cross Java Joe's all the time. Oh, there's like six or seven of them. They're not doing any social distancing or masking because they don't believe in that stuff. But they're the first persons that are called to say, "Well, we have a mask incident over here. We're going to go ahead and take Eddie Aragon out of uh, Cafe 6855." <laughs> the true threat, <laughs> right? You see, what, what, what's happening here is people aren't finding a way to exist on their own and risking anything. And that's Everything the fear. for them is a guarantee. Yeah. Everything is, oh, I'm, I'm going to work on behalf and really change things. You're not. You're not. Tim Keller is not changing anything. He's made our city worse, worse. and he's likely going to get reelected. And I don't have the wherewithal to run for mayor. I just don't. I'm not interested in really at this point doing anything. And so let's go to... Uh, but that's the fear, Eddie. But, We're but, afraid but, to succeed on our own. We're afraid to be on our own because we might actually succeed, but what if I no, don't? And it's not. They, they never think about success. They don't even know what success is. 
I mean, you don't need some sort of special degree or whatever. You get the job, you fill the place, you work, you put in the time, and you expect to go again, get a return. I'm kind of glad that the retirement's going to run out for the state employees and for the city employees, and that they'll never be able to pay that out. I actually, I'm actually kind of happy about that. I'm like, good for you. You really didn't do anything the entire time that you were working for the state or the city, or the you really weren't. And and what happens with all the Trump uh, city employees? You saw what happened several times. Oh, the big news was that someone stuck a Trump sticker on the back of a city vehicle. Uh, news at ten. Federal investigation. Yeah, right. Let's let's look in this uh, for investors. So, Dowd sent me something earlier, and I read everything Dowd sends me because Dowd puts such a high impact on everything that he does. And if he's sending me something. It's definitely something I'm going to have to pay attention to. And he sent me something on a new Truman Scholar from the University of New Mexico. Just listen to this. This Just just take a listen, uh, folks. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, um, this is a young lady uh, attending, I guess, uh, UNM. Uh, her name is Emma Hotz, H-O-T-Z. She is a junior. The Truman Scholarship Foundation... Only awards, I guess this year they only awarded 62 uh, scholarships uh, across the nation. So the local press is touting this as a wonderful thing. Who pays for the Truman Scholarship? Well, you do, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Truman Foundation is the official federal memorial to our 33rd president. Uh, the foundation was started as a trust agency. Sounds a little bit like some of the money we have in trust in here in New Mexico. We received most of our funds from Congress in the late 1970s. By statute, the foundation's trust fund must be invested in, of course, treasury securities. Until recently, the Truman Foundation was able to operate on the interest alone from our trust fund. More recently, because of the very low interest rates in treasury securities, the foundation has received small but essential appropriations from Congress. Yes, that's your money, ladies and gentlemen. So the young lady uh, who won this award, and you know, maybe she has a high IQ, but listen to what her perspective is. Um, Scholarship is awarded to students who demonstrate outstanding, slow, 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 uh, outstanding slow. leadership and want to have a career in government or some other kind of public service. Uh, again, you're paying for this scholarship. This young lady told uh, KOB4 she wants to go to law school after getting her bachelor's degree and focus on, you guessed it, home, uh, human rights and social justice. Mm. Uh, quote, I definitely think that is something I want to continue mm. to work mm. on and make sure continue to be at the forefront of of the conversations that are happening, she said. Um, Listen to the lesson there. The forefront of the conversations right, that right, are happening. Right. She's wanting to talk about social justice, which basically is a zero-sum game. That's all that is. Yeah, it's a yeah. zero-sum game. One wins, one loses. Social justice, well, we're going to go ahead and make things more equitable. Okay? She's basically going to learn how to sue people based upon... Uh, creating this perception that somebody is racist or someone has been abused somewhere along the line. She's going to be uh, essentially an ambulance chaser, but she's going to do it on a broader appeal. Okay. Let's yeah, and, and of course, uh, she, uh, despite not having an Asian sounding name, I suppose just my, the fact Emma that Hunt. I said that is, is racist. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, the pic image, she certainly appears to be Asian. She identifies, she says, I'm an Asian Pacific Islander. And she brought, according to her, the Asian Pacific Islander Resource Center to campus uh, at, at UNM, and she's very proud that and it means a lot to be a woman of color receiving this award. I think now it, Asian Americans are people of color too. I, I mean, that's just what you say. Uh, you know, social justice. You just learn at this point. You have no choice. You were conceived. You're brought in this world. You have no idea white, black. You know, uh, whatever color you happen to be. Right? You had no choice in all that. But all of a sudden, you're representative of that choice going forward. Yeah, yeah. And and again, so she's going to UNM. Uh, 
basically most state universities are between like 70 to 80 percent subsidized by taxpayers. Yes. So she's paying a tiny fraction, maybe a third at the most of her of her uh, tuition. She's getting a scholarship, and it doesn't tell how much money she's getting. And uh, she's not this, from here. In this article. Um, so she's going to get a scholarship on, with taxpayer money to go to law school to become an activist, possibly a lawyer, as Eddie said, get in the business of just permanently suing. We we ask ourselves, a lot of people who just woke up and look around and say, what happened to our country? We used to believe in, in MLK approaches, content you know, content of the, of the character. Right. What the hell? Who are these people? Where do these people come from? This young girl, who probably was never exposed to conservative or libertarian legal philosophy, no. or never never Definitely experienced not. it in her whole life. No, this is where they come from. Okay, subsidized universities and give away scholarships with your tax dollars. Okay, so this kind of stuff was happening while people weren't paying attention. My argument is, ladies and gentlemen, you can't not pay attention anymore. I know you have your lives to live, your grandkids, your kids, your businesses, paying your bills, of which taxes are a lot. It's not fair. We don't live in fair times. You gotta get involved and stop this kind of stuff. Where where do these people come from? This little girl, this young lady at university. This is how people are minted into the left wing progressive movement, subsidized by your own tax dollars, people who hate you and what you stand for. She and will tell you about how racist you are eventually. Yes, yes. If you are not of her persuasion, or she'll figure out a way that people have been uh, pushed out and aren't properly represented. This is what we've seen in Portland and Seattle and now in Minneapolis, uh, New York City, Chicago, and Albuquerque, New Mexico. You're going to continue to see these social justice warriors who have been powered. And, you know, Dowd said something. He stepped over probably the biggest thing, which is the most important thing he says. He says, you all have your lives to live. No, you don't. You only have the life that the government allows you to have. A bunch of bad sheep at this point. Oh, wear the mask, get the vax, do this, do that, stay home, right? We're in this together. That's it. It's the same exact people. I sat there and I watched Ben Crump. And this is what this definitely what this Asian woman wants to do, right? There's no doubt she wants to do that on behalf of, of Asian Americans, okay? And what they have done is all the work that has been done for civil rights by Martin Luther King and other people out there is they said, okay, we need purpose in our life. We need to find something to complain about. And I'm going to scream and yell and holler until my client gets $27 million because the only reason that that officer pulled that trigger is because he's black. Out of all the other things, there's no record there. There's no other cause for that. Not that he was in an unregistered vehicle. or No, he was only an air freshener. And it's all theatrics. An attempt to yank your uh, your your heartstrings and get you to go ahead and buy whatever is going to go ahead and enable it. And they bastardized the civil rights movement. Let's not forget, Martin Luther King was a Republican. Of course he was. Emancipation for the slaves came by way of a Republican, Abraham Lincoln. Why are we moving back? Because they realize how incredibly potent it was and what a powerful tool. And if you watch the Black News Channel on 172, 173, it, you, you, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing to watch that, to think how any of that is actual news. It's not. It's nothing there. Race is not news. The fact that Langston is black or white wouldn't have mattered to me at all. His dad was head of the uh, NAACP in Detroit. Remember, he, right. he told you about all this stuff. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to have any, anything to do <laughs> with that. Interesting Thanksgiving dinners in the <laughs> <laughs> Certainly that. 
Anyhow, we're going to be doing, I guess, a lot of ranting today uh, here in the queue. Let's check on weather and traffic. Ridge Grande. All right, as we put things together, starting with the weather, we see the winds are the story right at the moment. 21 mile an hour winds blowing through most of Albuquerque, but uh, gusting up to 28. Right now in Corrales, it's 72 degrees, 67 in Tijeras, and 74 here at the Rock of Talk. Again, no accidents on I-25, but the northbound trip, that is stumbling along from Gibson on up through the uh, small little S-curve there to just about Cole, uh, Cole Avenue before you start to see speeds back again. Coors Boulevard, the uh, southbound trip, that's spoiled there from, from uh, La Oria to Montano Plaza. In the uh, South Valley, looks like uh, Rio Bravo starting to crowd itself on up. The worst of it's really going to be from second out. I'm sorry, from Broadway to second, and uh, again, no accidents or stalls there. That's uh, the good news. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. They are on Manol, just west of Wyoming, and that is the home for Canyon Water on the east side. Plus. You can find the salt spa there. That's going to be perfect as the winds are blowing. Got to go there. Yeah, that brings out that uh, the all the allergies and stuff. You need to get that out of your system. The salt room is Killing. the best way to do that. It's a great, great place to go. And you walk out with a gallon of Canyon water. Can't beat that. Live spring at Salon Helena again on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, we want to thank every one of our advertisers who make all this great listening possible and uh, all the things that we put together on the radio station. I told you Rush Limbaugh is going to be here, uh, so that's uh, going to be from 10 to 1 until his uh, permanent replacement. And all my magazines there, for those of you looking, look, you know, that's uh, look at that. There it is. Father of conservative, modern conservatism, uh, along with uh, Ronald Reagan, AUH2O, Goldwater, never stop fighting for America. There you go. Beautiful. America's Churchill. Look at that. This is this month's. Wow. America's Churchill. Like that. Hope they continue to, you know, Golden Mike, all of that. God is with me. I mean, we've, we've, you know, and that, I think that's part of the Depression, too. It really is. Losing someone that yeah, big. Losing, losing Rush Limbaugh. You know, how many hours of my life I spent in an apple orchard pruning listening. and picking apples, yeah, listening right. to Rush Limbaugh? Yeah. He was there yeah. with me so much of the time. Yeah. So anyway, Glenn Beck moves to 7 a.m. Uh, 1 p.m. Uh, we will be live uh, 24 hours a day, uh, Sunday through Saturday at 3 a.m. So we'll be live 24 hours a day. Um, I'm just going to continue here. I can't listen to the top of the hour Fox News, and plus I'm not going to have to worry about it anyway. Hi, and I was not happy that Mark Morris became the candidate for CD1. However, since he is a candidate, should we try to get him elected? I'm voting for Aubrey, Aubrey Dunn. Whatever. I really don't care. Uh, Angelo, Chris Rock, how not to get your ass kicked by the police. I actually played that uh, several times. I heard uh, Glenn play that. Uh, Glenn is nailing it. Uh, his, his team is really nailing it lately. I yep. uh, really like what they're putting together. And he's been interviewing those activists who are fighting against, uh, if we have time to get into it, the show today, uh, uh, Critical Race Theory. Uh, what's her name? He's been interviewing this woman who's just dynamite. It's, the organization's called the Parental... Uh, let's see. Parent, parents parents Defending Education. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bex just, her name is uh, Azra Nomani, and she runs this parent, Parents Defending Education Folks, these she's, resources she's, she's are out there. African? You're not going to find them on Google and Twitter, but these resources are out there. It's more more than ever. You've got to listen to the Kiva because we can bring you this kind of help that you're going to need because big tech doesn't want you to know about any of this. She's African? I believe so. Let me let me look up her bio. Yeah. She's, she's African. She's probably like from Kenya. I told you I had dated a woman from Kenya before. Yes, indeed. Very, very family-oriented. 
Uh, Eddie, this is what my wife sent to me this AM. This is where we live, question mark. Killings in Albuquerque nearly double. Medical cannabis shortage predicted. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Mayor Tim Keller pushed this out. Chief Dow has been a superstar chief for our city. Who's that? His wealth of knowledge and skills have saved lives in our city and helped make sure our first responders have the resources they need to stay safe. Under his leadership, Albuquerque Fire Rescue became a national leader in cancer pre- prevention for firefighters. What? I don't know what this is, but this was sent. I guess it was printed out there. Thank you, Katrina, for sending it in. Uh, and you remember the other day when a female texted you indicating that her boyfriend had recently received the COVID vaccine. She indicated that he performed well prior to the vaccine, but afterwards he was impotent. So I was thinking about that and then reflecting on how the governor grabs guys in the crotch area. Yeah, perfect. Maybe that's her way of testing guys that have been vaccinated. Very funny. Very good. Very good. Uh, Eddie wants to change New Mexico. Start by a 100-shirt order of Rock of Talk t-shirts. I'll sell them out. Okay, so... I'll place the uh, order tomorrow, so if you guys want to go ahead and pick them up, they're 30 bucks a piece, and uh, Rudy will start handing them out uh, in a couple of weeks. You'll have to go get them and you know, get more people to listen to the Rocker Talk. Eddie, I miss my friend and defender, Trump, too, and Rush Limbaugh as well, but I still have you and Rudy uh, in doubt. Keep up the hard work. Your words have given me the courage to never wear my mask again. Adam. Oh, that's awesome. Good. Don't wear it. Uh, the crotch-grabbing governor didn't even attend this man's funeral. That's right. Yep. There you go. I believe we reported that first, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one else reported it at all, so... Yeah, right, right. I'm tired, too, Eddie. Uh, that is from Matt. Matt Matt has been through hell. You know, want to, you want to know what hell is? There's two definitions of hell. Uh, one is called family court in New Mexico. It is the worst place. Mm-hmm. The worst place in the state of New Mexico is in any of those family courtrooms. Eddie, we know there is something wrong with the Democrat Party. I think it is undeniable that there is something wrong in the Republican Party, especially obvious in New Mexico during the CD1 race you're in. I fear we must fix our own house before we can do anything about the whole. I agree. Yeah. Melvin, that's, uh, you nailed it, buddy. Uh, Eddie, organize pro-law enforcement events. Okay, I think we should do that. This is a good idea. We've got to get Rebecca and Natalie on this. By the way, they're the best. Uh, we love Rebecca and Natalie. Uh, I'm, depending on how I feel tomorrow, I might want them to fill in. And I know Rebecca has been chomping at the bit. To uh, oh, hell oh, she's, she's just so much. And they're just firecrackers. And, you know... Rebecca and I, we don't really get along because her personality and my personality just immediately clash. You know, it's just kind of the way it is. But damn it, if she doesn't deserve to be uh, in the Kiva every single day, and that that's why I like her. Um, see, there's a perfect case. Somebody I don't like, right? Yeah. Or yeah. very much, or don't get along with, and yet I'm 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 willing to go ahead and put her in the position to do it because I like what she does. Right, Rudy? It is a it is a movement you got going. It is a movement you got going. That's what I do. It's a, I mean, like yeah, I don't like him, but yeah, he's great. Uh, she's great. Whatever. Uh, Mike Klassen says he'll be ready. He sent me nine pictures of the tower up in um oh. in Los Alamos. Hey, Mike, you gotta send those to me. I I, I do the show notes. So I'll I'll put them in the, on our website yeah. <laughs> so people can see. Uh, my mom was texting. She gets a little bit worried. Uh, Eddie, you're amazing. You're the one that only only one that makes sense around here. We just need need new leadership, aggressive leadership, not just talking and walking. Uh, Eddie, it's not fear; it's denial. It's just a river in Egypt. Michael Toya, related to Deborah Holland, cannabis is smoked filterless, which causes huge black tar deposits on the lungs. COVID will trash those lungs aggressively. <laughs> the one-two punch. Yeah, you know, maybe that's there. It is the COVID and uh, uh, Carmen from down south, uh, marijuana winery. That's funny. She bridged the two words. Uh, Mota needs gotas of water. <laughs> this lady's funny. Yeah. Uh, we got We should. We should bring her into the Kiva, huh? Enchantment. She's coming up with all this on her own, right? Enchantment land needs a total exorcism. 
spells were cast. <laughs> Find a good pre-study to do this is my suggestion. I share this radio station to support you at the Rock of Talk Daily to anyone I can. That's beautiful, Carmen. Uh, public servants work for us. That's right. We should be calling our employees daily. Provide, mm-hmm. Please provide phone contacts for us to do the huddle to call them once a week at least, sir. Eddie. Okay. I don't know what I can do there. Let's see. Uh, Sandia National Labs loves these Truman Scholars, Eddie. Wait till she makes it here to the industrial military complex as president of Sandia. <laughs> now, what's really interesting is where they're tre- uh, teaching this critical race theory. Remember where they're they're teaching the critical <laughs> race theory? From here. Yeah, just down the street, right? But what was really interesting was the makeup of the entire board is all white, 100%. Right, we, docu- we documented that. Yep, Remember, yep, I, we I, I went we through did. every single person, yep, like, yep. here's white guilt, white man's burden. Yep. Uh, that's not actually white man's burden. You know what my, white, man, white man's burden comes from? Uh, Kipling, the poem. Yeah. God. Is there anything that gets by you? <laughs> I don't have much of a life outside reading. <laughs> the dogs and reading, that's pretty much my life. Well, you know, there's that, and then uh, that was uh, for the Spanish-American War, but it had to do with uh, bringing the Filipinos over. Yeah, the white man's burden. The Neo National Labs loves these Truman Scholars. That's the text of the day. Um, let's see. Eddie, uh, if you think of life's frustrations like a can of soda, Pepsi, no Coke, if you slowly release frustrations, it's easy to deal with. But if you keep things bottled up inside until you can't take them anymore, emotions get the best of us. Hang in there. You have friends, at least on the conservative Republican front. Uh, Bob, Bob wants to do something. So we might bring... Uh, uh, Louis wants five T-shirts, four T-shirts, four Rock of Talk T-shirts, please. Louis Sanchez is a great guy. He is. Well, I really love Louis. He's just a good He's a guy. really, really nice person. Yeah. Is he not genuine and nice? And he, he likes very... helping people. Uh, Eddie, I think the salt room would help you. Indeed, go for it. we got to do that. And then Carl, oh, my own mailman who recently retired. Which is, this is another reason why 2021 sucks, because <laughs> I don't have my mailman. Carl, the, it's really easy to remember him, because remember, that's what Carl Malone Toyota right. was. He was yeah. called the mailman. I still think, is he the second highest scorer? Has LeBron passed him yet? Uh, let me check. Not let me that check. I care. <laughs> I know that Jimmy Kimmel did him in blackface and has not paid any, any, oh, no. any price whatsoever. No, no, because yeah. if you're a Democrat, you can... You know, the the whole... Anyway. Eddie, my most admired person in history is Lincoln. He persevered in his personal life through his own moral integrity. Lincoln had a crazy wife. <laughs> he did. He, he sure did. He was nuts. Totally nuts. How did he do that? Lost his mother. His dad was very abusive, right? His own cabinet members called him monkey. Uh, still, he saved the country. Knowing you, I see a strength parallel to Lincoln. Wow, that's from my mailman. That's great. Wow, glad you are in the Albuquerque, Cardinal. Uh, original awesome. mailman still at number two NBA all-time scoring. Not that we care. Behind Kareem. Yeah. Well, nobody seems to understand that defund the police is not about getting rid of law enforcement, but the desire to the left to stand up to a national police force. No communist or socialist agenda can be fully carried out with an army or national police force. Wow. Was that spot on or what? <laughs> that was spot on. All right. Call, you're on the Kiva. Go ahead. Eddie, this is one for all three of you. You convinced me to become a Republican. I was always a small I, uh, although I always voted with a big R. Uh, Dowd convinced me that public education should be uh, flushed. And I uh, love Ru- meeting Rudy on location at the different advertisers around town. Thank you. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's just, uh, not all for not. There we go. I got an email one time. I was writing my column back in Connecticut and making no money from it, and I got an email from a man who said, I read every word 
and I look at all your links, and I I understand how much work goes into that. Yeah. And I'm you you are really appreciated. That that e- one email kept me going for three years. I mean, <laughs> really, sometimes you need you need those kind of things in your life. Uh, Eddie KKOB reported more than a dozen APD officers have resigned from the department's emergency response team after Sunday's protest on Civic Plaza. I told you exactly what it is. That's interesting. Re-election stunt. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, I haven't heard from this person in a while. Eddie, if you run for an office, I will happily volunteer my time for your campaign. Thank you. Well, I don't know that I have anything in me. Um, we'll see. You know, I've had several people tell me that I should run for mayor, run for this, run for that. So, you know, uh, at this point, I don't know what I'm doing uh, other than, you know, being a dad uh, every single day. Uh being a steward of this radio station, which is exactly what this is. It's a garden that keeps growing, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of lot of good things that are actually happening with the regards to the radio station. You know, the radio station has never been run this well before. Radio station is run better now. I have more attention, more things that are happening on the radio station. There's still a, a huge number of people who are paying attention, and we've expanded. So, um, and a lot, a lot of people are complaining about it. It's like, I don't need a repeater. I don't need to spend the money for a repeater. Oh, the, the guy that owned the translator just passed away. Oh. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. He really, really liked me. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that. You know, we lost lost a lot of people, but, um, you know, I thought he was a guy I got along with and uh, a pretty good man, I thought, right up until the point we had our entire translator vandalized. Remember that? In the snow. In the snow. Yeah. How do you go all the way to the top of the mountain and go to destroy this one place? One Let's take specific a specific spot one out of all that equipment. All of so it. many runners. There you go. And Karakui and uh, the people who have the equipment up there are like, nope, nope, nope. We don't want you to release the video. Don't release the video. I'm like, okay. Well, if I can't protect my place, I have no ownership over it mm-hmm. and everything. Why do I need it? I own my own radio station. and It's the people's radio station. That is the Kiva. It's where you gather every single day. 507, back and forth. We get to all of our commercials. Make sure you patronize our wonderful advertisers that are opening their businesses. Sun's Up and Dine-In Tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manala, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. Have you noticed a lot more people are asking you for your recommendation? What's the best place to get a cake for breakfast and brunch? Tacos, retail, tell them, theplaceilike.com. It has it all, eateries, retail, services, entertainment, theplaceilike.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, You will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. 
Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We're privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Steady, calm, reliable. Words that don't exactly describe what's going on right now. But at Los Ranchos Gun Shop, that's precisely what you'll see. Fear drives gun and ammo sales, but the staff at Los Ranchos Gun Shop is committed to dependable customer care, understanding your needs, and offering fair prices to help you protect your home, family, and self. Experience Los Ranchos Gun Shop on 4th Street, south of Osuna, or shop online at shop.losranchosguns.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. All right, time to put things together starting with the weather. I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us this afternoon. Look at the winds. Can you actually see wind? No, you can see the leaves blowing on the trees, and they tell us that it's 21 mile an hour, gusts up to 28 miles an hour. The way those trees are moving, I believe it. Look at that. 72 degrees at Rio Grande High School, 74 at Paseo Crossing, and it is 74 at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, it looks like uh, still kind of slow getting away from uh, Kirtland Air Force Base on Eubank northbound. Everything stops up right there at about Central. It's a typical stop and go on up to I-40. I-40 itself westbound. Not too bad right at the moment. I'm giving it a second scan to make sure there are no accidents there. Uh, also, uh, I-25 southbound. I told you that it was getting really uh, slow as you make your way uh, south from uh, Osuna over to the I-40. That is starting to uh, lighten it, uh, lighten up. And, yes, I see no accidents on I-40 westbound. So the trip across town still looking A-OK. This traffic report brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop. They are on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. I think they should just call themselves biggest humidor in the southwest. Nah, too many letters. I, I, I like Mont. I do, too. 
Now you know where you have to go. With the biggest humidor, you got the best temperature control, largest selection of blends and prices. And Monty's uh, Matt is going to help you find the best cigar, what you're looking for, the price you're looking for. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock and Talk. Uh, I just looked up. You can 16. have an abortion without without any parental. Yeah, there you go. What's the it's just kind of amazing. There it is. It's all right there. Uh, you can do whatever you want. Uh, the chicken stuff. is in the barn, according chicken to Chicken is Jerry in the Lee barn. Thing, yes. Okay. I don't know what that has to do with a whole lot of shaking going on. Apparently, chickens were. <laughs> was this Rocky? Rocco. Grab that chicken. All right. We've got some fun stuff to tell you. Uh, my good friend uh, who has been calling me incessantly. And I have not taken his call. I will be taking his call tomorrow. Um, my very, very good friend. That's about all I can say. And he knows who he is somewhere out there. And he has been uh, just piling on the information. But I have not been up for a conversation with anybody, uh, unfortunately. Um, I kind of uh, think of him as my true north in a lot of ways on a lot of stuff, even though he's uh, kind of out there. But let me see. Let me let me let me give you the latest, Dowd. And we've got an exciting piece coming up tomorrow at rockoftalk.chat. So I'm excited about that. So Richard Bronson, yes, sells over $150 million in Virgin Galactic stock. Folks, the company's not even worth $150 million at this point. <laughs> they have produced nothing. They have two ships. They went SPAC, Chamath Palapatia sold all his stuff on the 29th of December, and then sold the remaining. He's the actual chairman of Virgin Galactic. The project that all your... Uh, let's, let's inventory the politicians who are very, very, very supportive of Virgin Galactic uh, on the right and the left. You, yeah. but, you know, Bill Richardson, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we knew Susanna Martinez down there. Steve Pierce, Steve Pierce was... Rebecca uh, Dow, Republicans. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Uh, then we have... Uh, a crystal diamond. She just jumped oh, yeah. right into yep, it. Right? Yep, yep. Love that. But remember, whenever we talk about women, we're misogynists. Right. That's how I got called out on the Mark Moore's letter. Well, somebody came at that the other was, day, and I thought, you know, all of the senior powerful politicians in New Mexico are women. So if you're if you're criticizing, you know, whether you're talking about you know MLG right. or, or Maggie right. Toulouse Oliver or Ben Ray Lujan, you you're know, all women. Yeah. So so. Uh, <laughs> That was a joke, Rudy. I know. Um, <laughs> so it's you know it the you know the men have surrendered the field in New Mexico. So uh, not in the Kiva though. Not in the Kiva. That's right. That's right. But point well taken because uh, Luhan is the one that's inviting uh, Buttigieg to town. Oh yeah. What a coinky dink! Ben I wonder Ray. what's behind ben Ray. that. Ben Ray. Oh. Ben Ray Luhan. You're not getting connection. Oh yeah. He's going to yes, come talk to us about how it. great the Albuquerque Rapid Transit is. <laughs> Booty, you think Booty Judge will be riding Albuquerque with, with homeless people up and down Central? No. Uh -uh. <sighs> ben Ray's behind him all the way. Hilarious, Rudy. I know. Well. Very funny. Anything else? No. <laughs> huh? 
family show. <clears throat> is he headed to sign winers later? <laughs> so here it is, folks. Uh, Read it and weep. Sir Richard Branson sold more than $150 million worth of the company's stock over the past three days, according to the securities filing. We told you this was going nowhere. Zero. It'll never go anywhere. And as a little uh, preface for tomorrow's uh, write-up for Dowd Muska, he will tell you who is going somewhere, <laughs> and quite rapidly, with many, 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 many people. Well, on that point, Eddie, the timing of this is very interesting, because the piece you'll be able to read tomorrow at rockoftalk.chat discusses what's going on with Blue Origin, the competitor in the space tourism business, and they revealed some information earlier this week that, that we have not seen before, and holy cow, are they in it to win it uh, on oh. this. Um, so, is it would, was Branson anticipating the test earlier this week that it would be the, the Blue Origin no. test that would be successful? No, 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 no. And he knew the stock was going to drop, so that's why he sold it. He knows he's out of business. He knows that he's out of business. <laughs> he's he's, he a, he's knows, a buzzard picking the bones of what's left. Exactly. I think. Yeah, and yeah, he just yeah. went and said, "Okay, well, let me before this this information goes wide." And if you find the stock speculators who are out there, they're looking at Virgin Galactic and they're like, "What is here? What am I investing in? What do I get?" Is this ever going to go anywhere? It's a running joke every single place, with the exception of Kevin Avila, uh, Robinson <laughs> Avila, and uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. This is shame. Huge. They brought great shame upon us. Branson, the founder of Virgin Galactic, took the company public through a SPAC merger with Chamath Palapatia back uh, in 2019. His sale comes a month after Palapatia sold his remaining personal stake in the company. This is the, the greatest swindle public swindle in the history of the state. No doubt about it at this point. No doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I like that it, no doubt about it. 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 That's even better. The, it gets to the core issue of, you know, where this is something we libertarians debate all the time and it's probably why we're not very, you know, we don't get great ra right ratings like Dancing with the Stars but I mean, you know, what is the proper role of the state? Is it is it caveat emptor where the, the fools who bought this stock, <clears throat> uh, present company included, by the way. I'm, one share. I, I want one, a grand total of one share. Eddie, I just want my one paper share. I want to be able to frame it and just put it on my wall. That's why I bought the damn share. But anyway, you know, the Securities Exchange Commission implemented by the FDR uh, administration in the 1930s because stock swindling was going along. He hired old man Kennedy to be the first stock regulator, the first director of the Securities Exchange Commission. Why did FDR do that? Uh, I believe the story is you, he said you have to send a thief to catch a thief. So old man Kennedy was the best person to run that of bureaucracy. So Hilarious. where does government step in? Should should government have protected me from myself? You know, say I really believed in this stock and it wasn't a uh, what is it LARPing they call it the kids now live action role playing. I was I was LARPing as an investor with 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 Virgin Galactic. I don't, really, the kids today I don't even understand their language anymore. But anyway, I was having fun LARPing cosplaying. There were people who bought big chunks of shares with yes. this company and really expected to make big big money. So what's the role of the government here? Should should regulars have stepped in? Will there be regulatory consequences after this thing falls apart? And of course. Will there be any ballot box consequences there for won't. the no, there won't. New Mexico there politicians not be, who not supported for, this from no. day one? And absolutely. <sighs> it's, it's, it's literally, at this point, as you're looking at this, this is a public swindle for every single politician. And we're not hating women, but the politicians who got behind and thought this was going to go places, and now they're saying, well, 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 space tourism or space and space, space. Oh, that's the future of space. Well, it, there's no future there. That is a dead piece of concrete in the middle of nowhere. They're showcasing how someone's basically uh, launching their little uh, rocket satellites or trying to with $400,000. Will never happen. Mm -hmm. Will never happen. 
There's nothing successful about the space program and occupied space. <laughs> but you got to admire the audacity there. The audacity. No, you don't. Uh, you, no, on some level, on some no. level, on a Nietzschean level, you have to understand that the principles behind Virgin Galactic, okay, they ripped off the residents of New Mexico for hundreds of millions of dollars, and then they went public and ripped off shareholders for God knows how many. They went back to the well, even though we knew they were scammers. Richard uh, Branson used his own architect with yep. your public funds. Yep. He's yep. one That's of the top of 20 uh, architects in the world and brought in by none other than... Prince Andrew. Prince Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew said, oh, hey, Richardson, we're going to go ahead and uh, create this uh, little swindle uh, here. Virgin Galactic wasn't even announced until when? Uh, 2001. uh, They they bought the technology. They licensed the technology after the XPRIZE was won in in late 2004. Okay. Um, And then they said, hey, we can scale up this very limited spacecraft to achieve just one goal of winning this prize. And they said, we can make a company, company out of it. And again... Richard Branson doesn't know anything about aerospace. He just he's a he's a serial entrepreneur who just starts companies. Most of them fail. Nobody in New Mexico ever recognized that. Yes, Richard Branson has had some successes that have been big successes. Where? He also had a ton of failure. So they, nobody cared in New Mexico. Only this Virgin is, Only Virgin Airlines has been successful. Yeah, for yeah. The stores has, and the has, record line back in the seventies. Yeah. He hasn't had a great run of it the last couple of decades. Not at all. So so here it is. Uh, Chamapalapatia cranked, you know, the pump and dump. Palapatia, uh cranked that money out of Virgin Galactic, and the people of New Mexico just passed uh, House Bill H.R. Uh, 68, which uh, completely... Liability. Yeah, there's no liability now for Virgin Galactic whatsoever, no matter what happens over there. And Chamath Palapatia got away with it by stating that he plans to redirect it into large investments he's making towards fighting climate change. Because that's... A, and he has disappeared. Yeah. He is complete, and the Clover Company. I know that he is on the hook for that. Yeah, for what he's done there, the and fans, he's yeah. done that with Mrzinski, who is right. the uh, husband Chelsea. to Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> so this is the scheme that they run on the state of New Mexico. And when I tell you that the DNC is literally being funded by the State Investment Council, the New Mexico Finance Authority, and all the money that they can crank out of the third largest sovereign wealth fund. Well, let me give you Exhibit B. Same players, same people, same BS. Okay? Take a listen here. And this was also sent to me by my uh, wonderful, wonderful friend. Uh, Sorry, I just haven't felt good about talking. (sighs) Who died yesterday? Let Let me put it more properly. Who is responsible for the Maloofs no longer being billionaires? Oh. Bernie Madoff. Bernard Madoff. Bernie. 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 So let's take a look at this for a sec, okay? What is Madoff known for? A Ponzi scheme, which is the only residence that has never been seized of Jeffrey Epstein's. Zorro Ranch, right? Where are they cranking all this cash from once again? And here's what's really interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you. Uh, please put this. This is from a July 22nd, 2009 article written by Business Insider Dowd uh, by John Carney. John Carney. Okay. It's, it asks the question, is Jeffrey Epstein also running a Ponzi scheme? Very interesting. Very telling. Okay, So Jeffrey Epstein had literally just finished uh, his run. And he's connected to plenty of attorneys in town. I have verifiable proof 
of Jeffrey Epstein connected to local attorneys. Yes. Yes, folks. You heard it here first, right? I'm going to miss that, too, right? Oh, Eddie's just talking. He doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Forget the sex scandal for a moment and think about the way that Jeff Epstein does business. Palm Beach billionaire Jeffrey Epstein left the Palm Beach County Jail just before dawn today after serving 13 months of his 18-month sentence for soliciting prostitution. (laughs) There are still mysteries around the money manager's sexual habits, but perhaps not enough people are asking the question, is Mr. Jeffrey Epstein running a Ponzi scheme? Follow along here. This 2002 New York Magazine piece on Epstein raises several red flags. So New York Magazine 2002, remember that, uh, sort of featuring him. It tells us that Epstein got his start in finance when he was hired by Ace Greenberg to work at Bear Stearns. Client number one for Bear Stearns, Jeffrey Epstein, by the way. We'll continue to talk about how Jeffrey Epstein is responsible for the financial crash back in 2008. Yes, that Jeffrey Epstein. A few years later, he launched his own money management firm, J. Epstein and Company. As with many private managers, his client list is kept secret. Although there are rumors and denials that David Rockefeller, Linda Wachner, had money with Epstein. His only confirmed client, though, is Leslie Wexner, the founder of clothing chain The Limited. This kind of secrecy and exclusivity viewed in light of the Bernie Madoff is at the very least suspicious. Another red flag is the way the money is managed. 2002, Epstein's company reportedly had around 150 employees based in Manhattan, New Albany, Ohio, and St. Thomas, where he reincorporated his company as Financial Trust uh, Corporation several years ago. But these employees are all said to be, quote-unquote, administrative. He reportedly employs no analysts, portfolio managers, no traders, All the investment decisions are said to be made by Epstein himself. Landon Thomas reported that as well in the 2000 article, 2002 article. Is there any other multi-billion dollar financial company that's run like Jeffrey Epstein? The simple answer is no. Unlikely. Here's another red flag. Jeff Epstein reportedly only accepts investments of a billion dollars or more. There aren't many people out there who can place one billion with anyone, much less entrust it to a single individual. If this is a scam, we expect that Epstein lowers the billion bar for quote-unquote friends who are permitted to place as much smaller sums of money with him. Uh, The actual sum of money exactly is $22 million to get into the Epstein Club. I'll tell you why I know that later on. Yet another red flag is that Epstein takes absolute control of all the money. Sounds like a certain political consultant here in town. Leaving investors with no options about how it is invested. According to rumors, he gives them little information about what he does with it. The way Epstein is compensated is also a bit suspicious. Last year in the New York Times, Landon Thomas reported that Epstein charges a flat fee on the assets entrusted to him, anywhere from 25 to $100 million, but doesn't collect any portion of the profits. This is oddly reminiscent of Bernie Madoff's compensation scheme. Gets better. Here's something else. How could Epstein's one-man show not fall apart while he was, quote-unquote, in jail during one of the most volatile years in the history of all the markets. We don't know for sure that Epstein business has kept humming along, but if an allegedly multi-billion dollar investment company fell apart, we'd expect that there'd be some news or at least rumors about it. We suppose he could have moved his clients to all cash before he got locked up. 
We do know, however, that Epstein actually has invested money with both Citigroup and Bear Stearns, who got lots, you know, fell apart during the uh, the bailout. He was a big investor in those Ralph Chaffee-run hedge funds that blew up. More on that later. So if there's a scam aspect to his operations, it's not as pure as Madoff's. Epstein was putting, quote-unquote, money to work. On the other hand, there are no SEC filings disclosing Epstein's holdings. Not a one. It's hard to see how he could be managing billions without ever tripping a disclosure trigger, mm-hmm. unless he avoids the stock market altogether and only invests in private deals. This is another red flag. One thing we don't know is what kind of returns Epstein delivers to his clients, because it's a Ponzi scheme. If they were very modest and subject to regular market fluctuations, this would suggest that maybe he isn't running a scam. We have no concrete evidence that Epstein is running a scam, but given the red flags and the fact that he reportedly controls billions of dollars, isn't something isn't this something worth looking into? Your conclusion is exactly right. Whatever you derive from that, it's exactly what you think it is. Anybody remember the story that came out from the Daily Mail? Dowd? What's the most recent Daily Mail story? Just type in Daily Mail, Prince Andrew, Jeffrey Epstein. Ooh, I'll have to use a different uh, non-Google search. <laughs> no, it'll come up. It'll, it, oh, okay. it'll come right up. You can, use the, you can use the Google search. And Dow doesn't know what he's about to pull up, okay? So this is going to be kind of amazing. amazing. We have to call him, what is it, Prince, Prince uh, I didn't do nothing, Andrew. Uh, let's see. Let's check on weather and traffic very quickly, Rudy. Go ahead. All right. As we put things together, we start with the weather. Wind still blowing at about 21 miles an hour in Santa Fe. Partly cloudy skies with 64 degrees, 74 at ABQ Uptown, and 75 here at the Rock of Talk. Quick scan of the freeways northbound I-25. That's still a bit tight there. Basically, Gibson on up to Cole. I-40 still running okay. Coors Boulevard southbound. Oh, gosh, that's just slow once again. Uh, Lauria over to Montano Plaza. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up on Manal and Louisiana, right there by the Sheraton. Well, when the sun comes up tomorrow, they're opening up uh, with a nice day up ahead. Uh, there are tables outside as well as dine-in, and you can enjoy 10% off this weekend. If you go on Saturday wearing any Lobo gear, hat, buttons, shirt, whatever, they give you 10% off your uh, meal ticket. All right. Well, with that in mind, we got to go to Sunny Side Up, sunny.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right. So, 532, we'll get to Murder Mike here in a sec. I'm sure he's uh, eager to regurgitate the last 24 hours there on the scanners. We'll uh, see if he's there. Yep, there he is. There's uh, Murder Mike. Be there, Murder Mike. How are you? Can you hear us? I'm doing good. Yeah, go. I'm doing good. Okay, stay stay tuned. Stay hang in there. Okay, be back in a few minutes. Standing by. All right, there we go. Make sure his uh, he's working. Okay, okay. So here it is. You find it? Uh, I did. Uh, this is the Piers Morgan piece. Uh, no, I'm not aware of that. Oh, one. okay. I was talking this about yesterday the, uh, on the Daily, Daily Mail. Piers Morgan, who is an interesting figure, not big on the Second Amendment, but uh, he's good on other issues. Until Prince Andrew tells the FBI what he knows about his pedophile pal Jeffrey Epstein. I don't want to watch any more media interviews with him or see him playing dress-up in an admiral's uniform he never earned. You know, you always know where you stand with the Brits. They're they're very basic. That's what you got to love about it. <laughs> They'll insult you straight to your face. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
So, um, and of course, it has the famous picture where Prince Andrew has his arm around the waist of Virginia Roberts. Her name at the time. Virginia oh yeah, they Roberts, just. Uh, there was and of course, he didn't. He say at some point that's a doctored photo. Those are not his hands. Those are not his. His hands are. Uh, thinner. Those are those are pudgy. Those are pudgy hands. Oh, they're pudgy. Yeah, pudgy <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Former Epstein housekeeper says Prince Andrew was entertained by a beautiful young neurosurgeon who she believes was given to him by the pedophile during a three-day visit at his ranch in New Mexico in 2001. Deidre Stratton says Andrew visited Zora Ranch in 2001 alone. Epstein was not there, but a beautiful, very young neurosurgeon was. Stratton said the woman asked for her asked her for a tea that would make Andrew quote unquote horny. The housekeeper also describes how Andrew insisted on making his own breakfast but burnt bacon while cooking. She said he stayed in a three bedroom lodge with the woman while his bodyguard stayed in the main house. Andrew has repeatedly denied having sex with Virginia Roberts, an Epstein victim who says they had sex in two thousand one when she was seventeen. Buckingham Palace did not offer a new statement when contacted, instead referring to the Duke's past comments on Jeffrey Epstein. So there it is. Prince Andrew at Zorro Ranch by himself in 2001. And look, all my pictures are there. All the pictures that say, this is Chris White, uh, it, all, all of those pictures that I got from my source, they're in every single one of these Daily Mail stories. Were those the pictures that ended up in the Netflix documentary? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I didn't get paid for? That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. All that stuff. For my sources there at the ring. So, here we sit, and we're talking about a Ponzi scheme. We're talking about how things got set up down south. Who is Prince Andrews? One of his best friends is Sir Richard Branson. How did Richard Branson get to New Mexico? What was he doing here in the first place? All brought by none other than his good pal, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein, Branson, who's in the Black Book, right? Prince Andrew was in the Black Book. All Epstein's uh, back. Everything ties back to the Black Book. Anybody venture to guess why the Zorro Ranch has yet to be seized? Despite the fact that there were reported four rapes Four victims, which we had on our pleading that we put together. We've got more than 250 people to sign in Santa Fe County, and that was never turned in in Santa Fe County. Hmm? Never turned in. I have all the documents. I have the, the stamp that they gave me, everything. But if you look it up on the docket, it's not even there. Hmm. Does not exist because they don't want you to look into it. All right. Switching gears here. So you got Epstein. Prince Andrew, Bill Richardson, right, those three, right there, and Richard Branson. He's in a pod right there, right? And Bill Clinton, how many times did he come to New Mexico? Right? Sorry, wasn't trying to do anything there, just so you know. All right, so let's set those guys aside, and let's find the common denominator in the other person. I mean, in the other deal that was done, what was Bill Richardson's first job? Once he stopped being governor back on December 31st of 2010. His first job was what? Chairman of the board of a company called BGK, which became Rosemont, which became Gemini Rosemont, which directly connected to Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, Chris Hines. I know. Same exact scheme. How do we bilk the people of New Mexico out of their massive amount of money that they have in their coffers? Mind you, 
How do we do that? How do we get them to go ahead and, and pony up for some of these quote-unquote deals? Why do they send it? Because they know that they got the media right in their back pocket. They can do this. And let's not forget those bonds for Virgin Galactic, right? And both Luna, excuse me, not Luna, uh, Dona Ana and what's the other county? Oh, Sierra. Sierra County. Sorry. Were never issued. We're looking at two schemes, two schemes here. Oh, and let's not forget the most famous one, which we focused on last week, Dan Burrell, a garnet mine, which never became anything. He's got a, uh, a, a school of whatever. He's disappeared, went up to Montana, was running a Bitcoin scheme there, then came down here to or uh, back to uh, Colorado where he's doing, what, some sort of vacation, yeah. hospitality or some other? It's a busy Pro- young man. Probably timeshares at this point, yeah. right? That's what you do. I mean, it's the worst thing. The only person worse than a used car salesman is someone who's pushing timeshares. Have you ever been pushed? Have you ever had a timeshare being pushed on you? I, uh, I, all I know is listening to a lot of talk radio in my life, I know there's a lot of commercials for people who are eager to help you get out of your timeshare. Oh. So that means there must be a great demand for people wanting to get out of their timeshares. Oh. So back to Epstein and back to what's happened and what we're dealing with. Because this is the end. If Richard Branson's selling his shares to the tune of a, why do I keep saying hurt call Burt Parnell a lot? Man, this guy must make a boatload of money. He's all over the, the, the every single time I open up the internet, I can't stand the internet. <laughs> the prince's date at Jeffrey Epstein's ranch and what the bodyguard saw. Yes, Duke joined women at pedophiles or estate. How do you think they got all that information? Look at the people that are on it. My contacts. They keep coming. He's combining pleasure with royal business. On this occasion, his journey brought him to New Mexico in a wilderness so vast it makes the royal estates at Balmoral and Sandingham seem like suburban gardens. 8,000 acres, Zora Ranch, Hacienda, all of it. Epstein collected VIP friends like the Duke who like to enjoy his largesse as well as hosting young, young, attractive females. We know the story. I mean, we know how the rest of this whole entire thing plays out. The fact is, though, is now we actually have a picture of this neurosurgeon. Okay. Dr. Melanie Walker, senior advisor to the president of the World Bank. And guess who else she's connected to? William Gates. Ah. Aha. Wow. People like to hang out together. Boy, they're really, really close with one another. And where where did Bill Gates start things? Uh, yeah, here in Albuquerque as well. Not that there's any connection there. It's just an interest more than that. So don't try to connect it to there. We'll continue more about this story uh, tomorrow um, because I really got to play a little bit of catch up. As I said before, I've been a little bit, a little bit depressed, a little bit upset about about some stuff um, as of late. But uh, this, uh, folks, we're sitting on the biggest story right now. You're about to see the end of Virgin Galactic, and Dowd will. Do all that. What time is your piece released tomorrow? Uh, I usually send it out uh, first thing like 9, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. There we go. All right. And thank you, Branson, for unloading that because it just makes my piece timelier than ever. Uh, thank you, sir. Appreciate timing it. is everything. <laughs> 540 here in the Kiva. When we return, we'll talk with Murder Mike. I'll uh, get that top of the fold headline running piece, Albuquerque Journal. Killings in Albuquerque nearly double. So we'll talk about that and uh, see what he's found out over the last 24 hours as well. Thanks for tuning in, all you Epsteinites up in uh, Santa Fe, people who love Bill Richardson and the governor. I, I don't understand how, you know, how the Republicans can mess this up. It's, everything is so front-loaded. No, no interest in these yeah, issues yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's, yeah. laughs> <Under a, laughs>
this is why people are trying to get me to run for different things. The other day, I was like, oh, you should run for governor. I'm like, no, I'm tired of running for anything. 541, back and forth. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Are you in set-it-and-forget-it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Hey, Boudicca, Car Spa here. Did you know that Car Spa has four locations or that Car Spa is locally owned for 47 years? Did you know that Car Spa employs more than 100 people in Albuquerque? Or that two Car Spa locations remain traditional full and exterior wash services and two new stores are called Car Spa Flex. That means everything or all services at one location. No wash across the street from our wash across the street from our wash across the street. That can get expensive, right? Flex has fast land. Landing areas for both express and full-service finish, express and complete detail landing areas, optional courtesy vacuum, and relaxing waiting areas. Some washes offer expensive convenience offset by free popcorn. Car spa value and experience exceed all expectations. Now, stay tuned for the pop quiz called Show Me. Experience the new flex, East Central or Sevilla at Core. Google Rain Tunnel Car Spa for exact location. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. If you've been looking for guns and ammo lately, you know how hard it's been to find what you're looking for. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, they expect demand to remain high throughout at least the first quarter of 2021, which means some shops and online sellers will charge crazy prices. Here's the pledge from Los Ranchos Gun Shop. You'll get a fair price and the kind of treatment you deserve to protect your home, your family, and yourself. Experience Los Ranchos Gun Shop on 4th Street, south of Osuna. Or shop online at shop.losranchosguns.com. 
All right, putting things together, we're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and it is uh, the winds are increasing now up to 29 miles an hour with gusts to 35. And in Los Alamos, uh, looks like 61 degrees under partly cloudy skies. All uh, uh, partly cloudy here at Kirtland Air Force Base as well with 74 and 75 at the Rock of Talk. Traffic-wise, get ready. Rio Bravo in the South Valley. Not a little heavy right now as you make your way westbound. Broadway on over to 2nd Street. That seems to be the worst of it. You'll also find the drives improving right now on I-25 northbound. It had been slow from Gibson up to Cole. That's now thinning itself out pretty nicely. Not the story, though. On Coors, still very slow. South on Coors Boulevard there from La Oria on over to Montano Plaza. Even Montano Plaza westbound is going to be slow from the river up to the intersection. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Offering companion care, reasonable rates, and look at all the great things they'll do for the folks. Household services, meal preparation, mobile assistance, cognitive assistance. Just amazing people, and they are ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services accepts insurance as well as pay clients. Connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Trying to cue up a song here. Didn't make it there, but uh, there you go. All right, we've got uh, Murder Mike here with us. Uh, Murder Mike's going to jump into the Kiva today. And uh, Murder Mike, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, Eddie. I, and I'm just trying to keep the dust and the dirt out of all my radios, which is a losing battle, so we'll <laughs> let it go with that. Are you still um, living in the hood? Oh heck yeah! I got a I got an inch between the bottom of the door and the door frame, so I, it's no wonder that the dirt's coming in. But yeah, that's part of the thing of the living in the hood, you know, yeah. down and with the that bad self. <laughs> it's like easy easel song. The boys yeah. in the hood are always hard. You know, do you, you know that song? You used to listen to that stuff, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took these in the '70s. You know what they say about about the '70s? Though, if you remember the '70s or the '60s, you probably weren't there. So. You know. <laughs> Well, there it is, the king of the one-liners, uh, Murder Mike. Uh, but you have a number uh, behind you at 34. We counted 37. Looks like we're driving the conversation in the city once again, Mike. And, we are. Um, uh, you're, you're tracking those scanners. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to read something. Yes, please. Um, and this is for the... So this is a KOB, not KKOB. More than a dozen APD officers resigned from emergency response team following the weekend protest. More than a dozen APD officers quit the ERT following the counter-protest. This comes down to a lack of trust, according to Sean Willoughby, APOA chief. Uh, 17 officers, one lieutenant, two sergeants resigned from the team that handles protests. According to Willoughby, he has his officers feel over-scrutinized, so they decided to take a stand with each other. They're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Willoughby said the response resignation said the resignation stemmed from the protest that happened at Civic Plaza over the weekend. During the protest, officers said an armed man was taunting demonstrators, so APD field officers detained him. At the time of his detainment, the man was not charged. APD officials later reversed that decision and put an officer on leave for the day to conduct an investigation. <laughs> uh, this was Dante, right? Don, what was the the oh the, the guys that Dante yeah. Deontay Williams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The protester was white supremacist Deontay Williams. <laughs> Deontay. Yeah, it's a, it's a very like common white name. Don't you think? You really see a lot of white families. I grew up with a lot of Deontay's. Yeah, I mean, really did. How about uh, how about you? Uh, a lot of Deontay, a lot of white Deontay's, right, uh, uh, Murder Mike? 
yeah, Deontay and, and uh, Keontae and, you know, a little bit of the... <laughs> just, just, let him, just let him go, folks. Uh, they don't feel supported here, and they don't feel trust. They feel second-guessed. They don't feel like they can do their job, no matter how perfect they do their job without getting in trouble. An APD spokesman saying, KOB, for the following statement about the incident, Chief Medina made it clear that we cannot have a breakdown in communication during critical... During critical incidents, we have worked so hard to earn back the public's trust. We will lose that trust if we resist accountability and culture change. <laughs> what is he doing? What is Chief Medina's uh, even job at this point? APOA uh, believes APD's priorities are compliant with reform efforts, but they feel that crime should be the focus. I think Keller needs to make a serious decision of what this police department's priority structure is. I think that he needs to carry that sentiment down to the police chief. Such a police officers feel supported. Aside from the ERT, will be said many people have left the department altogether. Around 20 officers have quit over the last two months. That's two to three a week. Mm. The police officers are absolutely miserable at work. Nobody's happy. I thought it was just going to, we just had to pay them more money, right? Isn't that what it's about? APD, so I guess uh, there's no endorsement there. APD said the resignations won't impact crowd control operations in the future. They also reiterated that officers who resigned from the ERT did not resign from being an officer at the department. Well, there you go. That's good. Saving grace. So, uh, crime is up. More crap going on, uh, Murder Mike, and uh, what's happened over the last 24 hours? More Crime is definitely going up, and I support our police department. I, I get a lot of flack for it, but I stand behind them, even though, you know, especially where I live. Well, it's because you live in the hood. When you're in the yeah. hood, I mean, you know, the hoodlums over there, they're not happy that you like the police. They do not like that at all. I have a, a back to blue emblem on the back of my car, and you know I, I have to put up certain security devices that alleviate that problem. So huh. it is what it is. I stand behind them openly. I still do. They're doing a dynamite job. I run into them all the time when I'm going to scenes. They're doing it professional. They're doing it by the numbers, and they're getting hit by all sides. So I don't blame them for retiring. I really don't. Mm. But anyway, I'm going to move on to the, what happened because last night was actually another quiet night in the hood. Uh, I didn't hear any shootings, any stabbings, which is a first. You know, I mean, we usually hear at least one or two a night. So that's kind of a nice thing. I did hear one today, uh, a shooting and a stabbing today, both at about 3 o'clock. The shooting was in the southeast area of command. And the well, where, where, else were, where else would a shooting happen in Albuquerque? Uh, the valley, I mean, it depends. The west side, there's areas of town that are uh, just notorious for having this kind of crime happen. And, you know, of course, the international district, as we all know it, uh, and uh, I guess they thought changing it from the war zone to the international district, crime was going to go down. Not, I don't think it affected it at all. But they, then we had the stabbing that happened at exactly the same time, and that was at the Lowe's truck stop on 6th Street. A male was stabbed in the upper white quadrant, quadrant conscious and breathing. So that happened today. But getting back to, to what happened <clears> last night, uh, between 9 and 11 p.m., I had I only had two overdoses and Did two they? assaults. Wow. Only two. I know that is, that's that pretty is good. really good, Albert. What have we done to deserve this? Wow. <laughs> I think what it is is the, 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 the dealers are having to get a fresh supply, and so there's nothing to sell. Cause yeah, I the medical across. cannabis uh, shortage uh, as well. So, you know, I mean, everyone, everyone's <laughs> been pretty hydrated. Well, I think you did that for your glaucoma. 
right? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's why I smoke it. See, I, 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 I should have smoked it, I, but it didn't help. Yeah. So, what can I say? But anyway, that was in the sixties, and I forgot. So, um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, what can I say? I'm still going back to the the pictures I sent you of the tower. It was still told to be two, and it ended up being nine. I still can't figure out how that happened. <laughs> well, as long as that didn't happen with when you made kids, we're good. So there you go. They loved it. I, I know. So anyway, from from eleven to one a.m. Mm-hmm. That's eleven o'clock. Twenty three hundred hours to oh one hundred hours. At eleven forty six, there was assault, which required uh, ambulance and rescue to respond, and there was a weapon involved. Uh, whether he was pistol whipped with it or whether it was used in the commission of the crime, it upped it to an aggravated assault. And at the same time, there was a domestic violence dispute in the five hundred block of fifty. That's one five street northwest. That ended up being very violent and, and almost ended up into a barricaded situation with a husband holding a wife hostage. But uh, it was still ongoing by one o'clock, and we, we don't, I don't know what actually happened after that. Um, and oh, at one o nine, there was a uh, occupied stolen car. This is something that police are really, really have to be careful about. When they come across an occupied stolen car, uh, they might start running. They might. They might book it. They might start shooting at them. So the police consider that a high priority. They treat it the same as a felony stop. So that happened in the 2500 block of Central Southwest. That's another reason that because of the location they had to use a, a lot of due caution. Uh, there was a, uh, at 132 in the morning, there was a, a stabbing reported at 62nd and Denison. At 62nd and Denison, it was a stabbing reported. No body found. So the officers just went 10 8 in the field. And at 1.32, at 6 of them all, there was also another stabbing report. That loves us. It seems to be a, a just a, a magnet for homeless people and violence. So. When is but, the, uh, when is the uh, city of Albuquerque uh, knife buyback uh, uh, going to go into effect? Ask, ask Brooke Bassan. She had her trigger lock event a few weeks ago. <laughs> she what? <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. She was part of that about gun vibe? Yeah. She had one, I think, Clarissa Pena had one on one side of the city, and Brooke had hers on the other side for giving out f- free trigger lock. Mothers yeah. demand action. There you go. We're mad. Yeah, mothers demand action. Oh, wow, that's, bolt a, action that's a real concern. Brooke Bassan. I'll, send you, I'll a, send you the articles. Yeah. I literally raised money for her, did all sorts of things for her, and she gets involved in those cockamamie schemes. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not giving up mine. I'm sorry. I keep all my guns locked and loaded where I live. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else, Mike? Uh, I'm just going to go through this really quickly. At, at the Love's truck stop, there was a person that wanted to commit suicide and on drugs, and they were they barricaded themselves in the bathroom with a hatchet and refused to come out until police came. At Fourth and Montano, there was a vehicle that ran into a done? wall. Did he, did he follow through or? Uh, the police arrived on scene, and then, again, they spent sometimes hours trying to negotiate a person out of a situation that could end up in use of deadly force. Because, of course, you know, we, we can no longer use tasers. We can't use the forces of lesser action. Wait, wait, wait. So you can't use a taser? Well, I mean, that's one of those things that when the council was trying to pass, that, you know, use of tasers, use of force less than deadly force was uh, inhumane because they had to do whatever, you know, the the use of force thing. I'm not, not going to be happy until they bring back the electric chair in New Mexico, honestly. Fry him and die him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, folks. Murder Mike. 
At two o'clock in the morning, we had a, a residential burglary. The only problem is the the crooks didn't realize that the people were home. So they didn't it, shoot them. Well, it, it turned in. It went from a home or a residential burglary call to a home invasion. Then yeah. up the call from priority two to priority one with multiple units responding, and I think they got him out okay. No, no real. Real, real problem there. That's it. I mean, I got numbers and stats. With, yeah, go ahead. The Race same. Uh, well, between 9 p.m. and 3 a.m., there were seven overdoses. None were e, uh, echoes, so none of them went 10-7 on us, or none passed. There was four shots fired calls between the hours of 9 and 3. Uh, seven, count them, folks, seven domestic disputes that they were on the increase. I've, I've noticed an, uh, a marked increase on those. There was nine assaults, four of which were involving uh, weapons of some sort, and two residential burglaries, one which I mentioned earlier, and just another one that just hit the book. So. Ronnie, paper no, sorry about that, Mike. Go ahead. No, that, that, that's that's it. That's a wrap, basically. And I told you what happened today. So, a quiet night in the hood in, in Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, what's the weekend temperatures look like, Rudy? Looks like it's going to be sixty degrees and uh, chance of rain on both Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So maybe uh, murder, Mike. Uh, we don't have a whole lot to look forward to. Uh, hopefully, the the weather will keep people out from doing things. Shelter in place, Albuquerque. Shelter in place. <laughs> <laughs> We're better together. Better together. <laughs> That's at the top of the hour, Fox News. So we got to check in on that. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams Real Estate Group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. of sanctions. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President Biden punishing Russian companies tied to election interference and cyber attacks on federal agencies and the U.S. But he says he's made it clear to Russian President Vladimir Putin he could have gone further but chose not to do so. The United States is not looking to kick off a cycle of, ex of escalation and conflict with Russia. 
We want a stable, predictable relationship. The president has proposed a face-to-face meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin this summer in Europe. Ten Russian diplomats have also been expelled. The first court appearance today for Kim Potter, the white former Brooklyn Center Minnesota police officer charged in the death of Dante Wright as Wright's family speaks out. The Wright family appeared alongside their attorney, Ben Crump, before they make Dante Wright's final arrangements. Crump says the family ultimately wants above all else accountability to the highest level that's all they can ask for that's all they can request but dante's mother katie writes says justice won't come for her family we're still going to bury our son we're still never going to be able to see our baby boy ex-officer kim potter faces second degree manslaughter in Wright's death and up to 10 years in prison Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Democrats have unveiled a proposal to expand the number of justices on the Supreme Court. Predecessors made eminent sense when they rigged, when they pegged the size of the Supreme Court to the number of judicial circuits. As our country has grown, so too to the Supreme Court. Thirteen justices for thirteen circuits is a logical progression. House Judiciary Committee Chair Jerry Nadler, Republicans called the legislation a power grab. It's not likely the measure will advance. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she does not support it and does not intend to put it up for a vote. America is listening to Fox News. Saturday, April 24th is National Prescription Drug Take-Back Day. Help keep prescription opioids out of the wrong hands and reduce the risk of diversion, misuse, and abuse. When your opioid medicine expires or you no longer need it, please dispose of leftover medicines at a drop-off location as quickly as possible. For more information or to locate the Take Back Day location closest to you, go to DEATakeBack.com. This message is paid for by Purdue Pharma. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Everything you want it to be. Everything. As long as what you want is a road. To ride your motorcycle on. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle for those who are born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Lawmakers are now considering a bill that would ban transgender athletes from playing women's sports. Florida's House of Representatives passes a bill preventing transgender female students from kindergarten to college from playing sports on girls' teams. Its supporters say it's what's fair. This bill is strictly to preserve the safety, integrity, fairness, and competitiveness of women's sports. Republican Kaylee Tuck, though Democrats like Michelle Rayner complain it's discriminatory. You call it policy, and I call this bill about humanity. The bill is expected to pass in the Florida Senate and has support of Governor Ron DeSantis. In Broward County, Florida, Evan Brown, Fox News. A new report by the CDC says overdoses have gone up dramatically in the last year. The progress made in the U.S. in the fight against drug addiction has been wiped out during the pandemic, according to the CDC. The report says preliminary data shows that more than 87,000 people died of drug overdoses in the 12-month period that ended in September. The New York Times reports that the largest jumps happened in April and May of last year, when unemployment numbers were high, lockdowns were 
were in effect and many treatment programs had temporarily closed. The report found that synthetic opioids like fentanyl are the primary drivers of the increase, but many of the overdoses involved stimulants like methamphetamine. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Buckingham Palace says Princess William and Harry will not walk side by side during their grandfather Prince Philip's funeral on Saturday. The palace says their cousin Peter Phillips will walk between them as they escort the coffin to the chapel at Windsor Castle. Relations between the two brothers are said to be strained after Harry's decision to step away from his royal duties last year and a subsequent interview with Harry and his wife Meghan that they did with Oprah Winfrey. I'm Lee Silas. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather, where the winds are blowing at 29 miles an hour, gusting to 35. And that's going to be the story, really, uh, until sunset. They say that's when the wind should die down. As far as right now, I can tell you, at Haynes Park in Rio Rancho, 72 degrees. Roosevelt Park downtown is 74 and 74 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, what we've got going on here is a slow trip on I-25. This is going to be the southbound path. Some must have gotten in the way there, because uh, southbound you're going to find a pretty slow ride there from Osuna on over to Montgomery. And if you continue southbound, you're going to exit at Lomas and get ready on the frontage road from Lomas south all the way over to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. That will be under 15 miles an hour, but at least accident-free. Looks like uh, Broadway still running up to a slow pattern as you make your way westbound. The worst of it, though, seems to be uh, starting to improve uh, between Broadway and 2nd Street. This traffic board is brought to you by theplaceilike.com. You know, when someone asks for a great recommendation, uh, for example, trust me, get your phone right now and go to cigars.theplaceilike.com. I guarantee you're going to love that place. Cake.theplaceilike.com. Super sweets. And breakfast.theplaceilike.com. How about that 50% discount? Theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
favorite band. He's, he's definitely the band that he talks the most about, right? Mm-hmm. Not even close. TV and Roku TV. We are definitely not sedating you. A lot of exciting talk today. Didn't want to do the show, but here I am doing it. And uh, uh, thanks to my good friends here and all of you out there for uh, making me feel better. Um, It's generally not your... It's never someone's purpose to make somebody feel better about themselves. Right? Oh, you make me feel this, you make me feel that. I'm like, no, 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 you feel that way because of something you're doing. It's like, when did we start co-opting our existence uh, based upon what other people tell us? And that becomes, well, when you decided to turn on that TV, when you started to fight (laughs) certain diseases, certain ailments. Oh, I must have that. Oh, yeah, I feel that. I have those. I must get it. That's the nature of groupthink, and it's exactly what has happened in this country with regards to the vaccinations, the masking. This is a giant groupthink experiment, and uh, I wonder what the Ramones would have to say that. Uh, uh, made famous by CBGBs uh, back in the day. And when did that place shut down, Doug? Oh, let me give a look. Uh, back in uh, 2001, punk pioneer Jeffrey Ross Hyman, better known as Joey Ramone, died after losing a long battle with lymphatic cancer at the age of 49. Um, one of the things I'm doing today, you guys can see, I'm actually sitting down. This might be the first time that I've sat down on TV. So if you're watching me, I'm literally sitting down for the very first time uh, while on it. It's like I could use a little bit of a break uh, today. Uh, today's birthdays include Claudia Cardinale. I don't know who she is. Uh, back in the day. Actress from back in the day. Okay. Very beautiful. Is that the, is she, uh, Emma Thompson. Always liked her. I uh, haven't seen her in a while. Emma, another Emma, Emma Watson, uh, 31. She was, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, Hermione. What is it? Hermione. <laughs> no, 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 not the character. Harry I, Potter. I, yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, I never got into any of that kind of And uh, I don't know Maisie Williams. Is, who's Maisie Williams? Uh, GOT fans will know her as little plucky Arya from oh. Game of Thrones. I feel like you're getting all this stuff over on me because I don't know anything. I can't watch Game of Thrones or... All of those Harry Potter stuff. It's just what is there something wrong with me? I, I, I hate well, I hate Harry Potter with a passion. Oh, you my, do? My nephew oh. was just totally into it. And I had to put up with it for years. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. I I do not like that sort of sword and sorcery stuff. I yeah. got into Game of Thrones completely by accident about halfway through its run. Worth every minute of my life, uh, even though the final season was uh, more than a little disappointing. But yes, <clears throat> greatest greatest political monologue you will ever hear in your life. From an episode of Game of Thrones, it really? explains what politicians are uh, better than I ever could in 30 years of work in this business. Huh? Unfortunately, you can't watch it because it shows little passages of scenes with, um, well, typical Game of Thrones uh, gore and um, 
attractive women not wearing clothes. So you have to listen to it. You can't show it. <laughs> Why did Al show up with beautiful women? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never into it. I never watched one episode of Game of Thrones. Just, just couldn't do it. Okay, so here we are um, in the paper. This is Welcome to Albuquerque, folks. I was a little bit de- uh, depressed, uh, maybe because I want things to change, but in the paper, the editorial... This like it's this could only happen in New Mexico. A picture perfect reason Albuquerque crime is just out of control. Okay, and remember we we talked about this. I started the show, excuse me, uh, with this. Um, remember when this happened? I, I led with this. I was talking about how interesting things are, and so the opinion uh, section of the editorial, the journal staff led with this uh, today. You a week later it says. Uh, Commercial burglary at Kim Ju Photography last week provides some insight on two counts into why sometimes it feels like we live in a city where law and order are hanging on by a thread. This is what you want. This is this is what you want. No police, no this, no that. Uh, first, there's the all-too-typical reaction by the Albuquerque police to property crimes. They don't really get worked out much about somebody breaking into your house. You know why? Do you know why? Because your legislators don't do it. They have legislated... This out of existence. Those aren't property crimes. Anything less than a thousand bucks, there's not even a report written up. It has nothing to do with APD not paying attention or wanting to pay attention. It's just you decided it wasn't important, so they don't focus on it. They don't really get worked out much about somebody breaking your house, your car, your place of business. I mean, that's a cheap shot, right? A very, very cheap shot. Call it the file report syndrome. Second, there's a familiar storyline on the suspect, someone who has offended over and over again with seemingly little consequence. Again, by design, New Mexico, this is what you've been pushing. This is what you've been pushing. Kim Ju, of course, is a well-known photographer whose portraits grace the walls, offices, homes over the past 45 years. I visually chronicle a range of subjects, rich and famous, touching family, weddings, baptism, graduations, and politicians. He's a responsible businessman who's installed security cameras, so he had the video evidence Monday, April 5th, after a man broke into a studio, stole $6,000 worth of camera equipment, da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay? They conclude, he says, the APD is still short-handed, uh, not operating under a difficult oversight agreement. Substance abuse does drive crime, but that doesn't change the bottom line. When Tim Keller campaigned for mayor, he said crime was the number one issue, and it is the mayor's job to get under control. And while violent crime is up, APD Charles, uh, uh, Chief Harold Medina says property crime has fallen. Okay. On the very day they print this, Kim Ju wasn't broken into once, but now twice mm. today. Uh. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah. This happened uh, last night. Okay, The owners of an Albuquerque photography studio are feeling devastated once again after thieves broke into the studio for a second time in the past week. This is after we paid attention. Maybe this is what got me down, just knowing that this was out there and this continues to happen. Like, you can't make this stuff up. And there it is, the guy climbing right through the bottom, uh, a window, got everything. This time the culprit was a thin, tattooed man who broke in through the side door. Somebody set off the alarms, the right away went to the computer of the monitor. Sure enough, the guy was breaking in. During the first break-in, a long-haired glasses wearing croc crawled, crook crawled through the front door, made off with cash cameras and memories cards. I feel it's all drug-related, Kim said. Kim said the first thief had been identified. Police have issued a warrant for his arrest. There's still no word of whether or not he's been caught. We talked to the officer, They're very sh- uh, and they're short. They're very short of help. No wonder why we can't get any of these kinds of cases solved, Kim said. I'm more concerned about the murders and things like that. Well, not really. Not a good job on that either. <laughs> Him and his family are asking for the public self to identify the second subject. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. This is what happens when you remove police. Or they're short, 
backhanded, short-sighted, whatever you want to go ahead and refer to it as. Pretty amazing. But not unexpected. Probably the highest profile. So don't feel bad when you get burglarized multiple times. Two, three, four, five times. Okay? This is very high profile. Written about in the newspaper. Written about several times in the news media. Everybody knows who the guy, uh, it, it, the person that was broken in. Now he's got video. Now I'm going to ask you, do you think that this person will be brought to justice? Will be he, Will he get caught? Will anything, will there be any consequence for this guy? What do you think? Uh, unless he walks in to APD and confesses, I'm skeptical. <laughs> your your, your opinion is exactly everybody's opinion at this point. We talk about how bad things are, but we can't do anything about it, and we won't do anything about it. We'll just keep letting it happen because, you know, our hug-a-thug strategy for treating criminals, because we have to what, rehabilitate, right? Rehabilitate. Let's rehabilitate these these criminals. He was a he was a bad guy on a he was a good guy on a bad track. He was just trying to get some help and before he robbed Kim Ju multiple times. Nothing you can say. I can't say anything about it. You can't say anything about it. This is this is the way this is the reality that you live in. Acknowledge it. I'm struggling, Eddie, because I I, mm-hmm. I embrace I have embraced this notion that maybe we went a little overboard in the late '80s and the early '90s when we started to impose all these tough sentences. Well, now we have loosened things up, uh, and we are uh, uh, allowing things. Uh, we're talking about civil unrest and yeah. protests and violence. Um, I'm rethinking my commitment to criminal justice reform in light of what's going on in so many cities. I mean, you asked about Chicago, and those numbers are devastating. Yeah. New York. Devastating, and uh, I don't know. Is it is it is it the Rona though? Is it the lockdown? Is it driving people crazy? If if it weren't for the lockdown, would we be seeing this uptick in crime locally, statewide, nationally? I don't know. I can't think it helped much. All right, so here we go. This is this is the feedback that I get on on everything. Oh, people love no doubt about it. Great name on his of his own show. What do you think, Doubt? You want your own show on the weekends? You want to do an hour wrap? We talked about it, yeah. You want to do an hour wrap Sunday mornings to kind of kick the week off? Ooh. You don't have to do it live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can pre-record and get that out there, and you wrap the best of your show. I mean, the best of your write-ups for the chat. Okay. And no doubt about it. What do you think? Yeah, we could put the, we could maybe put Carmen that suggested that that's the name of your show. Yeah, yeah. Very few people ever want more of D. Doubt Musk. I'm very appreciative of that. <laughs> Usually, it's he's a bit much. A little of him goes a long way. <laughs> it's hilarious to talk to hear you talk about yourself in the third person. Uh, LARPing is live action role playing. Yes. Uh, Virgin screwed New Mexico. That's hilarious, right? This should be an entire, you know, even virgin virgin screw in uh, New Mexico. Uh, Eddie, keep talking. You're working yourself out of that funk. Wasn't it a funk? I was just upset. That's the way it is. Uh, Mike Clausen sent me something. He says, uh, had your COVID-19 vaccine? Free nanobite detection screening with every purchase. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's funny. He's he's the king of the one-liners. Let's see. Melanie Walker, also a buddy of... Klaus Schwab. Oh, Mr. Great Reset. Who's Melanie Walker? Uh, she was that woman you mentioned uh, earlier. She's she's connect, she's somehow connected to Gates, uh, World oh, Health yeah, yeah. Organization. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Eddie, I'm in construction. We just did a repair on one of the buildings down at the spaceport. The soil has given away, 
and given way, and the walls are being crushed to the tune of four to twelve inches. What? Yeah, um, the local I've got paper down there is reported on these structural stuff. Uh, please send them, sir. Please. Been wrinkled like aluminum foil. So yeah. that's another scheme going on down. Who poured the concrete? Yeah, the infrastructure that we built poured, for the business who, that doesn't exist is now going to have to be replaced for the businesses that are going to replace Virgin Galactic. But we have no indication that any other businesses. Find are out who did the shoddy construction uh, concrete job. Well, now. it's a brutal place too. I mean, it's the Jornada del Muerto. Am I saying that right? I mean, it's you know the. There is natural decay, and you do have to do upkeep and maintenance and uh-huh. and replacement to anything where you're in a desert like that. And um, when nothing's happening there, and there's no businesses actually generating revenue and producing jobs, it just sort of sits out there in the desert and gets a little more decayed. Have you every noticed? Day. Have you noticed some of these uh, parking lots that have been empty? Like I drove through Cottonwood um, Mall parking lot the other day, uh, and. You know, there's the, the Dillards and they have the J.C. Pennies and all that. And maybe Rudy and I just happened to drive through because I had to pick something up for for Sam. And um, I noticed that all of the concrete, I mean, it is warped. There's weeds throughout. All the asphalt has completely, you know, split. It, yeah, it's all just cracked everywhere. I mean, huh. the, the cottonwood looks like total crap. Wow, it really does. So anyway, I used to go there a lot, but I lived across the street. Not much curb appeal there. <laughs> None, actually none. Yeah, uh, just kind of amazing. Oh, and the and when do you notice that a drugstore shuts down? CVS shut down. Yeah. Did you notice that? I don't think a drugstore in America has ever shut down. Corners and Ellison, that huge that's store. That's right, that huge store. And you know, you know the strange thing about uh, CVS uh, and Walgreens. Do you know that they're on fifty-year land leases? That's the only deal that they do in commercial real estate. Wow. They do long term, and they own that corner. And wherever one is, that's where the other one goes. They're constantly, I mean... All Wait a minute, my CVS, Coors, and Ellison? Yes, yeah. done. I have a prescription there. You did. Not I guess not. What you do I did. do now? You did. The CVS I got to go online and pick a new location or something. You got to pick a new location. It's like right. voting. You don't know where you're going to vote next time. Right. Same exact thing. So, when, and what other, what, what other states have drugstores shut down? It, it doesn't happen. It doesn't Population's happen. aging. People are on more prescriptions. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but in New Mexico somehow... The CVS shut down. And remember, you'll have to show ID when you do switch. Oh, from one to the <laughs> that's other. right. That's right. So anyway, down at the uh, Virgin Galactic, uh, pictures of the structural stubs have been wrinkled like aluminum foil. So that's another scheme going on down there. No one wants to talk about it. Looks like the state of New Mexico is putting up the money for the repairs. Yeah. Why? Why don't you sue the contractor? Oh, uh, there's an online paper down there. I think it's called the Sierra County Sun. There's a woman. She's a left-wing so-called journalist, but she what? has been writing articles about. Uh, Spaceport America, and she, one of them was about the the necessary upkeep. Upkeep, and she had a couple pictures about things in the roof and the walls. And, and uh, hey, if it just falls apart, ladies and gentlemen, we can just walk away for good, right? I mean, right? Uh, look, look at this. Here's, here's more from our, our listeners. Uh, electric chair in a room with doctors, lawyers, and others, and other uh, bureaucrats. <laughs> Go back to public firing squads in southeast, northwest, northeast. Southwest, where the crime occurred, the way to the woke we have. Yeah, we're way too woke. We have let things go. After all, you have to see the consequences for bad behavior. Real and fine. Yeah, public hangings. Right? Worked in the 19th century. Well, Bring I don't know why we, I mean, I mean. Hey, they, uh, that's how they got rid of Saddam, right? They they strung him up at the. Uh, yeah. When he, they got him out of his spider hole. I thought they dragged him through the streets a little bit, too, didn't they? Oh, that was Gaddafi, I think. 
Was it Qaddafi? Yeah, Qaddafi. Yeah. Uh, Saddam, I think they actually had a trial, and then they didn't... There wasn't much of an appellate process in the new Iraqi government. <laughs> Seriously? I think they put him in the news within like two or three days, and it was over. <laughs> no 12 years on death row for Saddam. Have you, have you seen... The, have you seen um, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to talk about this. Have you seen America, uh, FEF, by... Um, oh, it's, what was it? Um, what's the name of that show that you watch? South Park. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's... Where Saddam is uh, is, is with Satan the whole time. Oh, yes, and they have a uh, relationship. Yeah. You know, Saddam, he's really been acting out a lot lately. Oh, God. <laughs> South Park. I, I would not have gotten through 2020 without South Park. I, I would not have gotten through 2021 without Rick and Morty, which is even better than South Park. I, I have my highest recommendation, ladies and gentlemen. Rick, Rick and, Morty and Morty is brilliant. What is it? It is a cartoon that is not for kids. Um, it's about the world's smartest man, uh, Rick Sanchez. Uh, he's a tall, skinny guy with a lab coat, crazy, and he takes his grandson Morty on adventures uh, through the through dimensions, through portals, to other planets. And um, it is not not for children. I gotta watch that. Um, you know, uh, I talked to uh, Greg earlier, and I, uh, Greg Zanetti. And uh, he had to go look up how I referenced him as Robert California. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would, you know, I also... And that is such a great character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's the measure of, like, what kind of a person you are. If you don't know who Robert California is, <laughs> you're probably on the more, you know, devout, religious, and yeah. noble side. Uh, I, know, I, I not only know who Robert California is, I admire Robert California. <laughs> oh, apparently Mark Moore has loaned himself $200,000. I couldn't figure out where, where this... Uh, oh. I thought campaign finance reports came Darren out. White? Was, uh, I thought Darren White would pick over a couple hundred. No, he probably will. Uh, let's see. Chlorinated swimming pool water can kill COVID virus in just 30 seconds. Study finds. There you go. Stick everybody in a pool. Right? Yeah, he only raised $40,000. Um, was it one of his main talking points? I yeah, can raise more money? I already have $250,000 since Saturday. There it is. So, well, that, that piece is going to be real nice. My, my piece is getting better. Global criminal money, open Mexican cartel border, sanctuary city, catch and release, and Marxist police and economy destroying Democrats. What else? There you go. <laughs> and uh, let's see. No justice, no consequences. And uh, oh, wow, this is weird. Dan Harmon apologizes for old pedophilia sketch. Oh, yeah. Nobody should ever have to see what you saw. What is that? Who is he? Uh, Dan Harmon is a uh, Hollywood. Sitcom writer, television writer, uh, who is you know you, created, you can be two he, things. You he can created be Rick and Morty. Yes, you can be incredibly brilliant as an artist, and you can be a horrible human being. Dan Harmon is those two things at once. He created oh. Community, which was a hilarious sitcom for many years. He also co-created Rick and Morty. He's also a screaming left-wing nutcase. So oh um, okay, well then there's one reason I definitely don't have to watch that. Yeah, well, this is. See, the audience is, is keeping me on the straight and narrow. No politics in that in, in Rick and Morty, though. They keep it completely out. If, the minute that show goes woke, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Wasn't it kind of woke? You mean given no. this leftist politics? No, not no? in the show at all. There's no huh. politics at all. It's, it's science fiction. People say it's a combination between Futurama and The Simpsons, and I think that's probably a pretty good... It's kind of like a family sitcom combined with a lot of... Um, Horror and science fiction. Huh. Very funny. Go. Hilarious. All right, let's check the weather and the traffic, and then we're going to get to all the news uh, that is news, and uh, we'll uh, drill through all that, uh, plus 10 questions to wrap the show. Rudy Grande. All right, uh, putting things together, starting with the weather. The wind's kicking up to about 35 miles an hour. It's running steady at about 29. 
It's going to be this way till sunset in Rio Rancho, 70 degrees, 72 in Knob Hill, and 72 at the Rock of Talk. It is literally just two minutes after our last report that this one came up. I-40 uh, eastbound heading towards the mountains right there before Carlisle. It's an injury accident. Stumps to drive all the way back to the Big Eye. And it stays tied all the way to San Mateo where another accident just cleared a couple of minutes ago. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care, reasonable rates, and they will do so much for the folks. Household services, meal preparation, that's a great one too. Uh, Mobile assistance, cognitive assistance, amazing people always there to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services will take insurance as well as pay clients. And you can connect with them online, homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, 649, I guess. I didn't anticipate a good show, but this one's passable today. I told the guys that I was going to have a hard time doing the show today, and there you go. There we go. We'll tip, tilt that up and uh, put that in there, and I'm standing up again. I can't do a show sitting down. I tried it. Didn't, didn't work down. Against your nature. You're, you're like George <laughs> Foreman. you got to stand up in the corner between rounds. <laughs> he never sat on that little stool. <laughs> Foreman was a tough guy. <laughs> How do you know these things? I mean, uh, wow. Rudy, there's not really much to me. I you're a read, mind I read. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> I occasionally walk dogs. That's about, that's about all I know. <laughs> He's a brilliant mind, and you and you, you're def- definitely not interested in in uh, in finding a girlfriend, huh? Uh, that is not part of the MGTOW lifestyle. Uh, well, actually, it is a uh, uh, physical pleasure. Uh, you know, you know that when we talk about the stock scheme, um, <laughs> that phrase that we relate to inflating the price of the stock and then selling it off. Pump and dump. Uh, that, yes, that is that is a part <laughs> of MGTOW. There's also monk mode. I'm, My more, in the, God. I'm more in the monk mode on the on oh, MGTOW. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Well, women, women. Well, what did Colonel Jack? That was great. You and I should do uh, the sixty-four thousand dollar pyramid. You and I would clean house. Can uh, you imagine? MGTOW is uh, for the on the monk side. We follow Jack D. Ripper. You know, women seek out my power, but I deny it to them, and it makes only makes me stronger. Remember that from uh, Strange Love? That the, the general goes crazy and orders the, the nuclear strike on Russia. Sounds like an Everybody Loves Raymond oh, no, no, no. Mandrake. The power seek my of power. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. He rides the uh, bomb all the way down. If I had taken that job as editorial page director of the Elko Daily Free Press in Elko County, Nevada, oh, in the late 1990s, yeah. been surrounded by Mormon women in rural Nevada, I think I would be, uh, yeah. I would not be MGTOW because I think there probably would have been some good women up there, but... Some. If you're in urban areas in America, uh, some, some. I mean, honestly, it's it's a kind of a can't miss situation. That's I, why people don't leave Utah. It, it, it's. I'm not it, even. I, I know I there's people who hate this. the LDSers. I've never had anything. Oh, no, good, no, no, I've never it, had any of a good experience with LDS people. And uh, you're not going to get me to bash them. And if I had moved to rural Nevada, maybe things would have been different. But I told you about this. I had uh, Mormon. You girlfriend. did. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, yeah. You know, when they showed me the burial plot where I was going to be buried, <laughs> that was... Pete's still family now. I'm like, uh, wait, what do you mean I can't have a beer? Yeah, so what, what is going on here? I'm not, that's not going to, you know. We're all sitting down and watching. I mean, just great, wholesome family. Um, I, really, I was in a Mormon really, house really in, in Elko people. years ago back then. Yeah. And I probably told you, it was, it was the size of, I think it was like a two or three car garage, and it was filled... From the floor to the ceiling with those metal uh, shelving of just 
prepper, yeah. prepper stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, food, dry goods, minimum. ammunition, blankets. I mean, these people it's were ready everything. to run. No, yeah. this, and they have, I, I told you about this, uh, too, before, I'm sure. They literally compete to see how much money they can save. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the, with coupons, double, they only show up, shop at certain days. Yep. yep, uh, yep. They're all involved in uh, banking, finance. Oh. A lot of them have been involved in uh, CIA, uh, my partner. I told you that. Indeed. Yeah, the Indeed. CIA, FBI, yeah. they're all of those people. But they've got this weird sort of take on politics, and it's not good. Their politics are pretty screwed up. Harry Reid is a Mormon. That's how yeah. bad things are yeah, politically they, they, there. Right? It, is, it is a weird, weird uh, look at politics. So that's kind of where, I mean, my girlfriend, uh, she, she was nice and uh, very loud, and you know, uh, she was what they refer to as Jack Mormon. Ah. Yeah, so she doesn't didn't practice or anything like that, but we went into the uh, LDS on a Sunday, and I'm like, okay, well, I know there's a gym, because you guys are all good at basketball, and it's it's amazing how great of shooters they are. Just And I taught in the Mormon Leagues. For, I coached for two years, which is a lot of fun. But we went over there, and, you know, we're all sitting there in the pews, I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here. I know that my parents would probably be looking at me like, uh, Eddie, are you thinking about leaving the Catholic Church? Which would never happen. It doesn't matter. It just wouldn't wouldn't happen. We're sitting there, and then all these these kids everywhere. They're like, you can't walk around without stepping on kids. <laughs> like it's insane. And like I'm going to the church. I'm like, excuse, you know, kind of get into the pews and all that stuff. And then these two young kids go to the front of the the the, um, the church. Oh, Good looking boys. I don't know, but you know, 13, 14 years of age, and they go in, and they're just. Amazing public speakers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, yeah, what yeah. the heck is, yeah, thirteen, fourteen year old, and and just talking to everybody. And this was in a, a little tiny town that's on the Mormon trail called Hennifer. Oh. You know, you see country music videos that they're American. There's nobody more American than Mormons. It's insane. Like they're just not not so like red, white, and blue all over the place the whole time. They shut the entire town down. Everyone was at church. I'm like. You try to go and, and rob one of those guys, you're getting shot. <laughs> yep, I mean, it's just it's just sort of the way way, way that it is. But I will tell you, Dowd, if uh, you know that would be the the direction for you that uh, maybe go back to Elko. Well, for, a, 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 a big, a, time. a big, a uh, lot of the uh, they content. own all of Las Vegas, Nevada. They, There's seventy five thousand Mormons do. that own Las <laughs> yeah. Vegas, Nevada. They financed a lot of those yeah. properties. Yeah, They're like yeah, go ahead, yeah. have all the sin you want. We'll open the clubs. We'll make the money on you. We don't care. But nobody nobody watches more porn then. That's Mormons. true. That is true. Utah number one for for, for porn addiction. But no, <laughs> Seriously, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> Come on. There are a lot of MGTOW content men, men going their own way. Content creators who say, "Listen, if you've got, if you have to have a woman and you have to have a family, you've got to go third world because those traditional religious practices, traditional cultural practices, still prevail. It's not angry feminists, which you're going to be get one of America. those guys that marries uh, one of the submissive Asian women. Oh, uh, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I love that show. Right. I used to when it was when I had cable. 90 uh, Day Fiance. Oh, yeah, yeah. That? It's a special immigration status. I, I think, uh, I forget, you know, there's like the H-1B and the H-2A and all those codes. Yeah. Um, but it's where you, well, then there's these online services where they'll introduce you to your special lady what? in no, 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 Colombia no, 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 or no, no, Vietnam. No, no, can't do that. And then you, you talk online and you exchange emails and then you go over no. and you can bring her here. And you've got 90 days before you, you sign the paperwork. So I do think it is a scam for a lot of these ladies. So my friend, um, who is uh, one of my best friends, I've had several Muslim, hardcore Muslim friends. Oh. You know, um, and my friend's name was Zach Hussein. Okay. And um, he was from India, 
a very, very devout Muslim. One of the largest uh, Muslim populations in the world is in India. They're not we, all Hindus. <laughs> we, his last name was Hussein. Yeah. And we literally, I mean, he is just, he looked the part, I mean, he, you should have seen him. It's just, he's a commercial real estate broker like I was. We used to hang out all the time. Then he called me a racist because I was for John McCain instead of Barack Obama, right? And so they all, they, this is what they do, right? He called me a racist, you know. And it's, you know, we were kind of like the ethnic group. He was, he was Indian, I was Hispanic, and, and my other friend, Stacy, she's black, you know, like she's Kenyan, you know, we're just like the, the more diverse part of the commercial real estate industry. You guys were the wolf trifecta. <laughs> we really you were. Leverage that yeah, we really were. Well, we were like, we were the party trifecta, is what we were. I mean, you know, there wasn't a, a night during the week that we weren't attending event and, you know, meeting with people and hanging out and having great times. I mean, that's just kind of what we did. But, um, the Keeter, that was his real name, um, did something really, bad that he, he, he later regretted, which is find his Russian bride. And he ordered her, I guess, or they met online, literally got married when they met in Spain, and oh my God, she was so incredibly annoying. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say beautiful. Oh God. <laughs> you took she it in was, a different direction. <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was totally gorgeous, right? I mean, you look at she, was, girls she was like six foot, yeah. a Russian model, the whole entire thing, and you know, they, they kind of had fun together. I used to go hang out hang out on their pool on Sunday. We had great, we, we had great times when we went over there with them. But I could not listen to her. I just, whatever came out of her mouth is just, uh, she's just this flowery language and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I just, I just don't trust it. I just don't like this. I don't trust this. I don't like this. And then the whole market came crashing down. Where do you think she went? She went back, she, back home? No, she, she left the whole entire thing. Uh, for him, and she went and found um, more stuff to play around with. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And later on, I'm like, well, th- there you go. You get what you pay for. I'm like, yeah, all yeah. these people that are on the quick, on the uh, uh, quick, quick on the upkeep, if you will. Yeah, right. Yep. Looking to find. Oh, I just, you know, I got to get married. I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, there's these people who have this like timer that they think that they their life needs to be something, and so they make really, really bad decisions. Yep. Ind- indeed, and yeah. it's and it's incessant. You know, they can't get out of that whole entire pattern because the uh, impulsivity is something that never leaves them, right? So they get in these, these cycles of an impulse, and that's what that's what Las Vegas is made by. Well, you're, it's you're, all about impulse. Uh, oh. Alcohol, gambling, drugs, you know, constant partying. Like, thank, you know, thank God I've never liked gambling in my life ever. At, well, at I often wonder why, because you, you have a personality like you, 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 you like the juice. You like the action. Like, you're not a guy who just sits down and, and lazes out and stuffs his face with bonbons and does Netflix for 10 hours. I, so I was wondering about you that, you know, Vegas is kind of perfect for Eddie Aragon. Eddie Aragon has a very strong constitution. He likes the juice. He likes the action. He likes the deal. And I always wondered why Eddie left that environment. Oh, because the market blew up. Okay. So yeah, it was just was the economics. You'd still one be there estate. today if it wasn't for... Yeah, I was number one real estate broker by uh, by transactions. Mm-hmm. I did more transactions than, well, you can imagine. I mean, that's all I did. I didn't care. I didn't care if you were looking for 500 square feet. I was going to do your deal. Oh, yeah. I would help people because that's what I wanted to do. And I just loved doing their leads because then I knew that 500 square feet, just like Bill Gates, became what? Five zillion square feet. Well, and you're you know, also, and you don't know. And you build relationships. Uh, you're uh, the extrovert. And pay attention to this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to drop some mad knowledge on you here. Um, for the extroverts, and that's the majority of the population, not introverts like me, we're the, maybe the small minority, being around people... Is literally draining to me. Like I'm done when this show's over. Talking, mm-hmm. I love the listeners. I'm not insulting. Like it's great. People make us freaking keychains. I mean, it's wonderful. But I'm done. Like I can't talk to people. 
And I've watched our friend Jason Valancourt. I have watched him as the crowd got bigger at the Liberty Hub for some event. More energy. He got more energy. So it sucks the life out of me being around people. It builds people like him up. And I think you're you're much more in the air. I don't really feed off of people's energy. I come with my own. So the the difference is... is, You're a fusion reactor. You supply your own power. Yeah, I supply my own power. So (laughs) what's really interesting is, you know, when Rebecca comes in, you know, she immediately... I see her and it's just... Whatever I have just rotates in the opposite direction. Okay. You know, I have that. And I can feel people, right? And like I said, I totally love her. I like her on the air, all that kind of stuff. Fair person. But as far as draining my energy, she literally consumes my energy. Okay. okay. Right? So I know that that happens right away. So I literally have to, like, cut myself off from that because it's a... In, in a in but at not, least you have the self-awareness for that so it doesn't become yeah, a problem. But, you, but you that's know. sales, though. It's oh, like, yeah. I like Robert California. There's no products that you're actually selling. That's right. Everything is sex. Everything is sex. Jim's <laughs> <laughs> right. just looking at him. <laughs> but, you know, it Do really... Do you think I would waste my time <laughs> and come here and interview for this job? Robert California is, is the greatest character on The Office. It's not I, even oh, close. Not even, I mean, it's really, not even brilliant, close. Brilliant actor, though, to make it real. I mean, you know, you know my favorite uh, scene or my favorite work that he did was... Uh, when he was the uh, a-hole prep school guy and a pretty and pink, Thank God. Blaine. Blaine. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Back when he had hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, he really liked Molly Ringwald. You know, you're, oh, you're, you're. I think I'm a Molly Ringwald guy. You know how young, young people I've heard. And my nephew has watched The Office all the way through at least twice. For some reason, mm. young people love The Office. They can't relate to it because they haven't worked in an office yet. Yeah. Um, but apparently, millennials, young millennials, and then the Generation Z people love love The Office. Um, yeah. I've worked in offices. That's why I could relate very well to it. Surprisingly, I've only watched um, The Office a handful of times. I grabbed... So there's season five. I think it's like episode 13. The funniest thing I've ever seen is the CPR scene. Oh, do you remember that scene, yeah, Dwight? Yeah. yeah, that is just—it's so incredible. I just—I don't have the patience to watch like a whole sitcom, a whole movie. I watch the same movies like okay. all of it. Yeah, like, you do. I know you do. Like, like I'm like gladiator. Like it's—it's—it's it's like I'm obsessed with The Shining, just because it's—it's—it's it's, it's so incredibly slow oh. and it controls. I'm, I'm amazed at how much, and I'm, I'll talk more about this tomorrow. Stanley Kubrick is revealing certain things about the real world in his movies. And there's little telltale signs. It doesn't matter what it is, whether he's talking about the Illuminati uh, in, in, in the movie uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Just watch the mood and how he's able to control the mood. I think that is the master. Have, have you seen thing? a documentary on The Shining, Room 238, where they walk you through the competing theories of yeah. what, he was, what he was actually suggesting? But you have to go through it yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not something... That's art. You interpret it yourself. Um, the other guy who, uh, his name is Ari, I can't think of his last name, but he created two two movies, and he puts those in the, the really bad movies. I'm trying to think of the name. Her- Hereditary. Have you watched it? No. Watch it. Okay. Okay? It's, it's downright pure evil. Okay? Because I always tell everybody, it's like evil's about control. 2018. Yeah, got to watch that. That guy's literally, he's from Santa Fe. Oh, wow. By like 33, 34 years old. He used to write for The Alibi. He used to do movie reviews for The Alibi. Um, Ari Aster? Ari Aster. That's him. Yeah. Watch that movie. Will I be able to sleep afterwards? <laughs> uh, it will impact you. It will make okay. uh, a, an indelible mark on you that you will never be able to get rid of. Wow. Yeah. It is. It's that bad. 
But it's that good at the same time. Follow-up to that, his other one. That Midsummer. Was, Where's the other one? Yeah, Midsummer. I was not, not as excited about that one. It's, again, all revolving around control, cult. Bunch of crazy Scandinavian pagans. <laughs> um, that, that part was actually, I was looking forward to that part for, for a while, but then it may not want, you may not be attracted to anybody of Scandinavian descent after that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, all, Aryans anyway. all right, folks, we'll see you bright and early uh, tomorrow at uh, 4 p.m. Molly Ringworm. Uh, oh. uh, indentation Molly. on your skull, what is that? I don't even know. Are they talking about my indentation on my skull? asking about that. That was stitches when I was five years old and I was riding my bike That's with my eyes closed. 8, See you tomorrow for it.